Hey, it's Rob. If you missed our 17th place roundtable, we had a good one. Chappelle and I got together with Brandon Donlin, Zach Wartenberger, and Maddie for a very fun podcast talking about week two of Survivor. On Friday night, Taryn had the first BB Can roundtable. Whether you're keeping up with every episode or just want to know what's going on, Taryn, Melissa, and Chappelle have everything from week one of BB Can. And the Amazing Race is back this week. I'll be kicking off the season with Mike and Jess on Thursday. So be on the lookout for that here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LFC Roundtable Podcast. This is the podcast where we break down everything from the feeds. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Melissa. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm doing really great. Um, this is the first time I've gotten to talk with you guys or with really anyone since the comeback or camper comeback, whatever, camp comeback twist. And I'm very excited to talk about it. There's a lot that has happened since we last got together. So uh, this is going to be a good roundtable. <laughs> All right. Also with me today is Brent. How are you doing, Brent? I am doing great. I'm here to rate and... Uh, throw bad scores at all the people that deserve it and give great scores to all the people that also deserve it. So, you know, that's why I'm hard. That's why you keep me around, Taryn. You might say that people are going to get what they deserve on this podcast. Yes. That is what they deserve. Yes, exactly. A score for me. <laughs> yes, we are live on YouTube and you can join us in the chat as long as you are nice and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. I, I like I told you, I told everyone I did post uh, a photo of my cat on Instagram uh, and uh, it turned out that my cat was the person trolling us in the chat all along. Kellis was the imposter. I see. He was. Yeah. He was. He was impersonating humans. Uh, if you if you examined his trolling messages carefully, uh, the first letter of every word spelled out. Give me more food. <laughs> have you ever seen have you seen that that meme or that? Uh, it's a thing, a GIF where it's like a picture of a cat, like right up on the camera, and it's like um, my computer took a picture of the culprit who kept trying to log into my computer, <laughs> but I got the wrong five thousand times, and it took a picture. <laughs> Just a cat looking down. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. All right. Well, we're here to talk about the the Big Brother Twenty One live feeds and cats. Uh, we are actively talking about cats because they love dogs in the house. It's our own little form of protest. Uh, so we uh, we have we've we've had a bit of a rough week this week uh, since the last time we saw you on the roundtable. Ov was evicted unanimously. Cat uh, actually came a lot closer to being evicted than I think we than any of us predicted. Uh, with Jackson really wanting to get rid of Cat so that he wouldn't have to deal with her anymore. Oh boy, would that have been fun melissa oh yeah uh that would have been interesting i you know honestly i was so torn because 
I really wanted Ovi to stay. Um, and I was kind of like, ah, whatever, like let Kat go. But now that Kat stayed, I really like her a lot more. So I'm really enjoying her. I think she's fun. Uh, and so I feel, I feel grateful. Uh, not that kind of grateful, but I feel, I like, I can't even say the word now without like hating it. But, um, I, I feel grateful that we now get both of them in the house. Um, and also that we get David in the house. Like, I, I know I'm not supposed to talk about this yet because we're not there yet in the thing, but I just want to say that like David is amazing. I love him. I'm, can you imagine if we didn't get to see him? Like if he just went out first, we didn't even get to see him on the feeds. That's it. I think he's one of the smartest people in the house by far. And I think that it's, it would have been a travesty if we wouldn't have gotten to experience him in the game at all. Like, I mean, yeah, sure. He's not fully in the game, but he's still, he's been in the house less than everybody else and I feel like he has the best read on the house for sure so you know as much as it's like we don't like twists and all that sort of stuff this is a twist I can get behind where we get to see these people in the house for longer well yeah well the thing is this is a twist that that undoes Another right, twist. The twist. If so. they had just if they just not done either of them, I think we'd be far better off. Unfortunately, <laughs> okay, yes, uh, that's true. But you know what else is pretty cool? Which I noticed after Ovi got out and he was talking to Nicole, and um, basically she was revealing to him like, okay, so you know, he was like, well, Jackson and Jack, they said they were going to go around and try things, and it didn't work out. And did they actually try? And she was like, no. And he basically was like, wow, I got snowed. And you never really get to see that after an eviction. You don't get to see on the live feed somebody realize where they went wrong, who they trusted when they shouldn't have trusted. And, uh, you know, usually it's like, okay, in an interview the next day or like way later on, they post about it on, you know, Twitter or something like, wow, I shouldn't have trusted so and so. But we got to see it live in real time, him realizing what had gone wrong uh, during his eviction. And so I think that's really cool to get to see. So, I, you know, I liked it. Yeah, it's almost like a mini version of what the jury live feeds would look like, I guess, right. uh, yeah. which is it, it is interesting. And like, you know, when we talked about this twist initially, so, we, you know, we saw Ovi evicted unanimously and then Julie announces, no, instead we're doing camp comeback. Ovi's just going upstairs. David's coming back in. And uh, and so the first four people evicted are going to stay in the house until week three i guess uh when one of them is going to come back into the house and then the rest of the three are going to leave and so uh you know there are interesting things about this like what melissa was talking about first of all we're getting to see somebody that we never would have had a chance to see otherwise but again that's kind of like the result of a different annoying twist uh but also we are seeing some some unique things like somebody being voted out and then you know sort of getting the chance to talk through what happened and why uh, unfortunately i do think that ovi is probably the only person that's really going to work with and he wasn't exactly the best example of that uh necessarily because he is just kind of so nice and it wasn't like the biggest blindside in the world and it was a unanimous vote uh and, and i think future votes people are going to avoid uh, you know lying to the person ahead of time and so it's just gonna kind of be a yeah. smooth sailing from here um which uh brent i think maybe you can talk on some more there are a lot of downsides to this twist here 
There are a lot of downsides. Uh, I'm sorry, but I got into a little bit of a fight for, with Cameron from Big Brother 19 on Twitter. I wouldn't call it a fight because I've been in fights with people before. It's more like a tiff where he was like, this is the best twist ever in Big Brother history. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is well, of terrible. Course Cameron would think that. Of course. I look, yeah, here's the thing. I acknowledge people who were tweeting me who are going, don't you realize who is saying this? Brand? Like, I mean, this is Cameron, the guy that was evicted in the first three hours of his own season. Look, I get that. Okay. But I expect as a fan of the show and an alumni for him to set aside his own personal vendetta against the show and twists in general and acknowledge the bigger picture, which is this twist sucks. Yes, we do get things like he's seen David and how cool he is and how smart he is. But of course, as Taryn points out, that all could have been avoided if we would have just had not the first twist to begin with. The thing that it does more than anything else is it keeps the majority alliance together. It really cordons off the house from each other. There's less potential for a blind side or for a dumb move because people are like, well, if I target the person who was in my alliance, who I don't really trust and I don't really like, then they are not going to go anywhere. They're going to stay in the house and they're going to blab to everybody who will listen, including all the people who are targeting me about our alliance, who's in it. They know where all the bodies are buried and that's a problem. So that is the problem with the twist is that the people who are evicted know where all the bodies are buried. So of course you're going to continue to pick off the people who are outside the alliance in order to try to uh, keep everything as smooth sailing as possible. Case in point, Jack would have potentially taken a shot at Nick this week, who has been annoying the living shit out of him, and Nick has not been playing great. However, because of the context and the mechanism of Camp Comeback, even if he got rid of them, he's not going anywhere. And he'd be able to tell everybody about Grateful if he wanted to and say, you know, this is what happened, this is how we started it, and that's just they're not going to do that. So, I mean, we're just treading water here until, and I'm grateful, uh, there it is again, that we have four people, uh, four evictions, and David counts as one of them, because if it was four weeks, I think I'd probably be pulling my hair out. Uh, so I'm, 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 I'm happy, at least, that it's going to be one more week after this Thursday. And that night, uh, presumably, we're going to get some competition. I will say that one of my Twitter followers uh, alerted me to the fact that they had tweeted out an idea for the pressure cooker from Big Brother 6 and said, you know, wouldn't this be a great uh, competition for the people from Camp Comeback to come back into the house? And CBS Big Brother, the actual uh, verified Twitter account, liked that. And they were like, do you think this is anything, Brent? And I said, no, I don't think it's it. First of all, we never get what we want from They've the They've teased us with that before. I, I, exactly. They, they've teased us with that before. And uh, we, we never get what we want. So, no, I don't think that's it. In fact, it's probably going to be something really dumb, like the House gets to vote, which they're already discussing in the House. Um, and, you know, I don't even know if somebody like Jessica goes home. If Kimmy goes home this week and Jessica goes home next week, I think they're just going to vote Jessica back into the House and be like, see, you never left. Like, it's all good, girl, because they don't really fear her at all. And uh, she's just uh, she's terrible, too. So let's. Can we move on? I want to move on, like uh, further bagging on these people. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I'm with, I think that it's it's yet another twist that they just I, I don't think they think it all the way through. Like this, but the, you got it instantly before exactly. you before you before you say anything before you. I will give you credit for this. I was like, oh, this is an interesting twist. Within two minutes of this being revealed, Taryn Armstrong is on Twitter saying. 
But here's the downsides to the twist. So I'm like, ah, shit. And then it happens. So kudos, robot. That was very good. Well, yeah, and it's and honestly, like, I I don't even want to give myself that much credit because I feel like like most people would come to that conclusion fairly quickly. Right. Like uh, I, I'm just used to it. Right. So but like yeah. for some reason, the people that come up with these twists, the people in charge of the, the gameplay, they they aren't able to think of these things. And they think that this is a great. Oh, what this will do is it will give an opportunity for the underdogs to come back into the game, therefore helping the balance of the game. Uh, I don't even know if they go that far, but at the very least they're hoping that like uh, an underdog character is able to stay in the game for longer but what it's really doing is all but ensuring that uh that all of the underdogs and outcasts get evicted in the first four weeks of the game i mean as far as i'm concerned it's all but a guarantee that either jessica or cat is 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 going home next week or going upstairs next week um and that's because nobody every single person in the house is saying we need to wait until after camp comeback ends to make our move. Uh, it's, frust- it's frustrating. They, I wonder if they didn't tell them how many weeks it was going to last. Or like if they kept some part of it secret and then that way it made it. So it was like, well, this could go on forever. So we might as well like start picking people off or start going within the alliance or something. Or maybe if it was like they didn't, they didn't tell the they didn't have the first four people stay there. Like you didn't find out when Ovi was evicted. Instead, it was like they stayed in their separate sequester. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like the four of them together in an upstairs room or whatever. Like but like you- on Big Brother uh, Canada during season right. two when Allison right. and Nate and Scott lived all in one right. room together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like if they instead kept them se- sequestered separately, so they could talk with each other and be like, hey this is what I know about so-and-so. This is what I know about so-and-so. Only one of us is going to get back. So this is what we need to do when we get back or whatever. And then that way, the crew in the house kept voting out whoever because they thought they were leaving forever. And then one of them gets to come back. I mean, I feel like maybe I mean, that's, that is, that's we don't we, fully... huh? That's what we've seen on Big Brother Canada. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying like, I think that they could have done that where, it, you know, that could have kept it so that way you know, the Alliance could have turned on each other. We could have gotten some more exciting stuff happening in the house. Um, and we could have kept a feed on the four people evicted early. Um, but I, I mean, it, it's not, I, I do like the fact that they are still in the house. I just wish there was some sort of mechanism that could make it so it didn't just totally stifle gameplay in the house. Yeah. The only difference with what they did in big brother Canada is that, uh, they did not have a feed on the evicted house guests, but they did live together and shared all of their information. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, I, I think that is better than what we're getting. Uh, although uh, obviously less unique. Um, I think it has a, a lesser impact on the gameplay, but, Ultimately, it's still it was still a bad twist and it still resulted in in bad things as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and and the problem is that as soon as one person enters back into the game with all the information that they learned from everybody else, then you're then every player is terrified that it's going to happen again in the future, even if it's not going to happen again in the future. And, uh, you know, so on and so forth. You, you do irreparable damage to the game, I think, when you 
do things like that, uh, you know, against without players knowing you do it with players knowing you're doing uh, temporary damage. Right. So it's like right now we're in the temporary damage. But as soon as it ends, at least it's gone. <laughs> They're not going to worry about it. Right. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's a tough thing. And really, I just feel like just let's just, you know, let's just not do that because. Part of what makes the show great, in my opinion, is that people go home. Uh, we lose them and it sucks sometimes. It's like, no, I don't want to lose Ovi. Oh, I'm so glad that he's back. And now it's like, well, okay, now I'm. Eh. Now yeah. I'm just going eh. to. I do think that there is potential for. For game changing moves from these four camp comeback people. I mean, I think sure. that if they. It, it could be a situation where they either overhear something or they decide to make up something that they overheard. They and maybe- I mean, no offense, but they don't need any of that at this point. David knows exactly where all the bodies are buried at this point. He knows what's happening in the house. Well, he, he knows, realizes- but nothing's happening with well, it. Well, because he has no power right now. But well, if, he wanted- is if he tells somebody that some, like if he goes to like someone who's impressionable it, within grateful and says like, hey, I don't know. I have no stake in this. Like, it's I'm just telling work. you what I heard is that you know, Jack was saying he was going to target like this or whoever. Like I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like you just create something because what they have nothing to lose at this point, these people who are out, they might as well. They've all decided that they're not going to listen to anything that David says. And I think the people that are most impressionable people like Nick and Bella, uh, Bella just runs her mouth to anybody. He'll listen. She has like diarrhea of the mouth. uh, And there's no conceivable uh, point to her gameplay. Uh, so I don't know who necessarily they would they would go to. But here's what needs to happen. They just need to come back into the house and win HOH. It's the age-old story like Taryn was talking to, was it Mary? Yes, Friday. Mary. Taryn was like, you know what? I, there's a great twist. How about there's this person and they win a power and they get the power to nominate two people. And then with that power, I mean, that's the reason it's not Survivor. That's the reason why we love Big Brother. Yeah. Is that, I mean, we were so close to this. That Jessica almost won HOH. Although having said that, I don't know what she would have done. If she won HOH, I mean, she's dumb enough. She might have done something like Jack and Nick or something, and 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 Nick would have got evicted or something. I don't even know. But this is just a mess. I'm so mad. I can't come back to this. It's just like we're treading water, waiting for waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I'm trying to be cool. There are some people on this season that I really enjoy. I agree with Melissa's assessment of of Cat. Uh, I I am you know I, I was rooting for Ovi to stay. Even bought a little bit of his stock because I was thinking there was a twist that was going to save him. Um, but I'm really happy to see Cat in the house. But that's the price of reality television. Sometimes your favorites go home first. I would have rather Obi just gone home. Sorry, girl, bye. Rather than have to deal with the bullshit ramifications of this twist because it's just stifling gameplay. There's no way. Even if Jessica stays this week, let's assume she stays, wins HOH, a big ask from her. And then what's she going to do? I don't, I don't even know. She put up Nick and Bella at this point. Uh, you know, if Nicole won HOH, what's she going to do? She really going to go after the people that we wanted to go after? We can't come back and play. What would she do? I don't trust any of them to make the right move at this point with the stupid twist in play. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for Nicole or or even Cliff, the move is to not even try to win next week because of camp comeback. They need to wait at least another week. They have to then hope that it's uh, it's going to be Cat or or Jess, which I do think it would be. Um, you know, I I, I, I could unfortunately, honestly, definitely see Cat uh, being the person to go uh, in that spot as well uh, when when they're looking at Cat versus Jess. So uh, you know, it's just it's it's put these people in a box that they cannot escape because of the circumstances. It's unfortunate. And on top of that, 
Jack is going to win the next HOH. Well, look, all I know is that you guys seem to be really, really down on this twist. I'm actually not so down on it for like, shockingly, for like the first time ever. Um, and I, I'm enjoying it. And I think that also, I feel like you guys are thinking that this is the reason why Grateful is possibly going to maintain power or not going to turn on each other. But I just feel like they weren't going to turn on each other anyway for the first four weeks. I mean, it's not even first four weeks. It's like David's <sighs> out. David's out. No, David's out. Listen, listen. David's out. Obi's out. It's only two weeks that they have to stay together. I don't think they would turn on each other for two weeks. These are dumb people, Melissa. These are not fans of the show. Jack was willing to make a move against Nick until Jackson's like, no, 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 dude. Remember, Cam, come back. He's like, ah, shit. I just, I don't know. I don't think that they would. I really feel like they'd be like, they, they have other reasons to target other people outside of the Grateful Alliance. And I think I think, I think that the they big would, move Vitus would have set in. That's what I, I think they would have just been like, okay, well, look, like two more weeks, whatever. I don't think that this is the reason why they're not going to turn on each other. I really think that that's. I, I don't think that that's. Oh, we'll never know. That's the problem. I mean, we, yeah, we won't know. But we'll you know, know, I think I that think like without Cam come back and play, that they they certainly would have had more of uh, a more rope to hang themselves because targeting Nick for Jack would have been a terrible freaking move. But I think his basically his big dick energy is was causing him to want to make a big move and target this guy. But the twist stays his hand. And there's just, I, I mean, you can't tell me he's such an idiot and such an airhead Jack. I'm talking about that. I think he really would have gone after Nick. If the stupid twist was like, because he doesn't fear Kemi and Jessica. He was like, you know what? I'd like to make a bigger move than that because that's the kind of dude that I am. But then he can't because of the fucking twist. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I do feel like for the first four weeks, they, I mean, it, for the amount of, it's not even really four weeks because like David was out in the first week, yeah, our first four evictions. I feel like that is the time when these big alliances tend to work. And that is the time when we're always like, when will this end? And then it, they turn on each other and it ends. Doesn't always. Big Brother doesn't Canada always. Seven. Doesn't always. But mm-hmm. for the big alliances, it's usually like, okay, the first few weeks. And then they, they're like, all we have to do is just stay together for the first eight evictions or whatever. And like, then we'll be together in the end. And like, that's basically what they say. And then it never works out that way. So I I do feel like, I do feel like this twist isn't the reason that they're not going to turn each other. I feel like, yeah, certainly it gives them more reasons not to, but I feel like for, for three evictions or I guess two more evictions, like I don't, I don't see it as a situation where they would have turned each other. Maybe they would have lost one member from gratefully maybe nick would have gone out but like i i just don't think that like but melissa you're missing the ramifications version. of what happens if nick goes on the block under a jack hoh he's going to be running his mouth to people and letting them know things and when if he thinks he's close to being evicted he's going to let them know shit before he walks out the door i mean i i'm just i'm really bummed that we were so close to jack making a bonehead move but the twist is going to stay his hand and force him to make what is arguably the correct move in getting Kemi out this week. Yeah, I, I'm with Brent on this one. I think there's a lot of evidence to point toward them actually wanting to make a move here without the twist. Uh, first of all, they're an incredibly dysfunctional alliance. Uh, one of the more dysfunctional ones I've seen. Uh, second, uh, Jack act- actually said right away, I want to backdoor Nick. And then Jackson said, you can't because of camp comeback. And he said, oh, right. Third, uh, all week long, they've been getting together as six shooters uh, and like saying, we really want to take the shot at Nick and Bella. 
we have to wait until the twist is over. Uh, as soon as the twist ends, we're taking that shot, but not yet. Um, and I think all of those things are really pointing toward uh, the fact that the twist is the thing that's holding them back here, and, and that the otherwise thing, they'd be taking the shot. Melissa, that the other thing, too, that I really feel like is impacting things is that Jack feels invincible right now. So I do think he would have gone after Nick. He Because they had HOH for an entire two weeks with Christy at the head of it, and that's who Jack uses, arguably one of his closest allies. Then he won HOH, really blew through those questions. Then he won the power, admittedly a lame power, but still won it. And he just doesn't have anything to fear at this point. He was like Superman. He's bulletproof. And I'm not saying he should feel that way, but I'm saying that's how he does feel. Anyway, that's my I, I I side with the robot on this one. It, it sucks. All right, I'm not willing to to forsake good, interesting gameplay and blind sides and and terrible moves for getting to spend a week or two with David. I'm just not sorry. Well, okay. I, I I feel like that's not the choice. The choice the choice is get rid of both twists. And David was there in the first place. Um, so although with this cast, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I think another part of this that we'll, uh, that we'll talk about very soon, but I guess it's very relevant to this. So I'll bring it up now, uh, is that Jack is going to nominate Kemi and Jess and, uh, Kemi is the target here. And I do feel like there is a, a portion of this, uh, this twist that is impacting her as well, where it's, it's like, she's not actually leaving if she gets evicted. And I do, I feel like it's taking a little bit of the fight out of out of her that yep. uh like you know because and it, and it kind of should because she's not leaving because this is she knows for a fact that not only is she not going to go home and she has a chance to come back into the game she's not even leaving the house so she can't you know just go bonkers and go uh you know completely all out and and throw everything at the wall and leave nothing behind because she's got to stay there and continue to work her social game for all she knows it's a vote to get back into the house so she needs to continue to play nice just like Ovi needs to continue to play nice and uh the only reason that you know we have any of these people not playing nice is because and, and david is mostly playing nice but he's like i want to shake things up but i kind of feel like i shouldn't but i want to um and and it's i feel like that is also hindering a lot of uh of what what should be happening here which is that you know when you go home you should feel like my life is on the line and i have nothing left to lose because uh otherwise you know i i'm, I'm gone for good but uh but not the case not the case with the yeah. twist i feel like it could have been helped by saying i mean I guess it depends what really is the situation, but if, if it's a situation where it's not a vote back into the house or whatever, like, or if it's, or if it is a vote back into the house by like America or if it's a competition, I feel like they could have said something like that along those lines. So that way the people know like, okay, well then America's deciding I got to go crazy and make America want me back in the house. Or it's like a competition. Okay. Well then these house guests have no say I'm going to do and say whatever I want. Versus yeah, it's the house guest vote. I need to be nice to them. They, they do still need to play the game if they enter back in, though. They don't want to be bounced right back out the door. So yep. they still have to play nice. Yeah, but I have a feeling they're going to be bounced right back out the door anyway. <laughs> oh, well, so exactly. They might as well just like go for it. I mean, I hear you, but at the same time, if I were in their position, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably do, be doing my best to like steal that cliff spot from Cliff because he's in a much better spot than me because he's doing but, that better. I, I mean, I also think that when I say shake it up or whatever, I don't necessarily mean I don't necessarily mean like, you know, be mean and make everyone hate you or do something wild and crazy. I just mean like you you can 
say and do certain things. I mean, you, you've seen the way Nicole's been operating lately where it's like she plants little seeds and will go around and say certain things to certain people who maybe need to hear it. Uh, and then they start thinking on their own about it. And I just feel like you could do something like that where it's like, you know, I did see so-and-so hanging out with so-and-so a little bit yesterday and it did seem like they were talking game or something like that. And just say like, look, I'm just saying like something I saw, take it or leave it. I don't know. And using that sort of shakeup rather than just like, I'm going to bang pots and pans and go wild. You know, like I, I just feel like there's like little subtle things that you could do to, to change up the game or at least change the dynamics of the house. And that would be something. All right. Else. So here's the deal. Like right before this podcast started, we were talking about whether or not we we're going to rate the people who are in camp comeback. And Taryn was like, yeah, let's, let's not spend a lot of time on it. Let's just like, let's try to really move on. And I'm like, now we've spent a half hour basically discussing camp comeback at the beginning of the podcast. And I know. Well, I'm okay. Well, no, right and it's mostly my fault because I just haven't gotten to talk about it at all. So like, I haven't I, either. I've been either. like, Hey, I want to, you know, like this has been a very <laughs> exciting and, you know, I was with a bunch of friends over 4th of July and I'm like wanting to talk about it. But of course, nobody cares. You know, <laughs> everyone's like, what? what? Yeah, I mean, and, and from my perspective, anytime I can get Brent and Melissa to fight, uh, I, I just like to sit back and smile. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Today's podcast is sponsored by Lola. And for Lola, we're going to have Melissa speak about this uh this company here yeah. <laughs> yay yay <laughs> a product for me um no this is a, a super super cool um basically lola is a it's a female founded so women for women company offering a subscription service uh for organic cotton tampons pads liners and all natural cleansing wipes um i know that this is not your guys' favorite topic. Um, no, mm -hmm. but <laughs> but seriously, like it's it's so cool because it's a completely customizable subscription box. Um, and this is certainly a subscription box I can get behind because um I, you know, it's not super fun to go to the store and have to buy these sorts of products. I always thought I was super comfortable with this sort of thing, but then I would always find myself hiding them. Uh, in my shopping cart underneath other other products. And right. this, in Lola, it makes it so I don't have to do that because it sends it right to my door. And uh, they offer all different types of things. So no matter what you need, they've got you covered. Um, and they also look really cool. They come in this cute little box and very stylish. I don't think I've ever been this stylish with my uh, feminine hygiene products. Um, but also it's super cool because it's founded by women for women. And I think that that's something super important when it comes to something that is a product that women use um, to have. That's very cool. I think yeah. Jessica from Big Brother would totally get behind this. <laughs> <laughs> women for women. Yeah. <laughs> Only women products. All yes. women. <laughs> um, totally Jessica. I'm here for it. But then something else that's super cool with it is that for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the US, which I think is Aww. so cool. Um, that is great. Yeah. So also, not just for women, also for guys. I'm sure guys have that sort of experience where they have to go to the store and buy these sorts of products for their significant others. And I know I've sent my dad out on runs. <laughs> and I'm sure he would not want to be doing that. He'd much rather be uh, getting them shipped directly to the door. 
Um, so yeah, it's it's a really cool product. I'm very excited about it. Um, I had never heard of this type of thing. So very cool. And for our listeners, um, they're offering a 40% off all subscriptions. And so to do that, you just have to visit mylola.com and enter Big Brother when you subscribe. Yes. Big Brother, one word. One word, Big Brother. <laughs> Not code. two words. Yeah. One word. Get 40% off. Do it. All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, Melissa, for giving us a wonderful ad read. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and uh thank you to Lola for sponsoring the podcast. Definitely. This is this is a, a, actually a subscription service I can totally get behind. So, uh very cool. And we're back. So, let's get back to the show. Uh so we have Jack winning the HOH. He immediately wants to put up Jess and Kemi, uh targeting Kemi, but he talks about wanting to backdoor Nick. Jackson says, "No, you shouldn't do that." Jack says, you're right. Uh, Bella is going to out the Black Widows to Jack uh, because she is playing Why? that rat game. Why? Uh, she, what she claims is that, uh, is that Jack knew already, which he didn't know the name or the specifics, but he knew about a women's alliance in general because she had already spilled it to other people. Um, but she was like, he knew already, so I had to tell him. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's really just been her prerogative all season long to to just rat people out immediately. I hate so much her logic on the show that was like, women alliance, like all female alliances never work out. So I'm going to go tell so-and-so about this alliance. It's like, that is why they don't work out. Like you can't sit there and say, "Oh, these things never work." So I'm joining it, but I know it's not going to work out. Like you are the reason it didn't work out. Like this is on you. It makes me feel bad. prophecy. It yeah. is, and you know, you guys were talking the other night about like, or I guess it was last night about why female all female alliances don't work, and I I think that part of it. You guys were saying why all male alliances work and all female alliances don't typically work, and I think the issue is. Like you guys said, all male alliances don't call themselves all male alliances. Yeah. They, they say like, hey, we like to work out. We like to hang out together. Like we're good pals. Like we'll be a bro alliance, whatever. But they don't say like, hey, we're all guys here. This will work out great. They don't like specifically point out that they all are males. Like that's not the driving force. That's not the only thing that, that connects them. And that's the thing with these all female alliances. Like they don't they're not like BFFs or friends or anything. They're just like, Hey, we're all women. Let's all join together. It, that's why it doesn't work. And it's, it's frustrating because it makes it seem like girls can't work together. Girls can work together, but they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be brought together only by the, per, the, the only by the sole point that because they're women. Like it, it, it makes me so annoyed. Yeah. And and again, I think it's I think it's 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 not that like women are more likely to work with people they, you know, don't get along with as much. I think it's the pressure. I think that there's so much expectation, so much desire for an all women's alliance that 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 there's, you know, it's it's already in the air. It's in their it's in their minds. They they think of it more readily. Uh and so it, you know, they they're more uh willing to just kind of throw it out there. Um and and I think that it because of that the failure rate is a lot higher and again then it sort of becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy and there's so much pressure and so on and so forth so you know it's what it's what happens here nicole is pretty annoyed at bella for ratting them out um but uh she does she does her best to to hide it to yep. uh, 
Okay. Good girl. Okay. Just going to know yeah. that you suck now. Um, <laughs> Jess is going to break down over the course of the week being put up as a pawn. And, uh, and the fact that a woman betrayed her is very, very upsetting to her. And uh, she doesn't deserve it. She's a good person. And uh, she's not going to throw anyone under the bus. Uh, you know, I don't really need to continue because I think we've seen this about a thousand yeah, times on Big Brother. Yeah, blaming Bella. Yeah, exactly. She's yes, like, uh, I will. We'll give her credit for hanging tough with her lie. Uh, <laughs> I think Kirsten said on the podcast that uh, she has no choice. I guess at this point, and I'm kind of with her. Like, I mean, if you're if that's your new lie that oh I didn't start it, it was Bella. It was never me. I wasn't the cause. Go with that, I guess, even though there are three or four people in the house that know otherwise. I really think she believes it. Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's just like, she's, if you, it's like the Seinfeld thing. If yeah. you believe it enough, it's not a lie. Yeah. I feel uh, like this could be, I, I feel like this could be something that really would help Kemi's stay, uh, would be to say, uh, to further that story that, like, no, Jess is lying and trying to blame it on Bella. Like, just started this whole thing we had like we were just there then bella will be like yeah yeah see and everyone if nicole pushes it everyone pushes like this was a just thing i i feel like that that could help i mean i know that they've done that a little bit but i feel like if that was being pushed more i think that people would be more inclined to be like oh jess is the fire starter jess is the problem she keeps trying to keep these like women alliances going, you know, I don't know. I just feel like they should be pushing that more. I mean, I just don't, I just don't think they care. I think it's, it's all about the fact that Kemi is coming after Jack and, uh, and now Jess is coming after Bella and, uh, and, and the fact that Bella is close to Kemi. And so they don't want Kemi in there with Bella, especially if she's coming after Jack and Jackson. Um, and, and also, Jess has been melting down and the more she melts down, even if she did start a women's alliance, it was clearly terribly done and, uh, and was, uh, you know, outed immediately. And so, uh, they feel like Kemi and also again, Kemi is a uh, more of a threat, uh, in competitions. And so uh, I really, I feel like, I mean, they've said it on the feeds before too, like the, the women's alliance thing, <laughs> whatever, we don't care. It's, it's not about that. I mean, it's, it helps, but whatever. Yeah. But see, here's the thing is I do think, and I agree with you, but I do think that there is a way a way to make it work, which is I think that I think that Nick and Sam would listen to Bella if Bella was like, this is super important. This girl's trying to frame me like we need to get her out. It's possible, I think, that without the help of like the four, the core four people over there, that they could find they could rally the outside people to keep Kemi. Well, we, well, we talked, we talked about that. Like, uh, could, the, could the Sam, Nick, uh, Bella group get all those outside people together? The problem is that I pointed out in the podcast was Kat. I, I could never see joining them, uh, against Jess because she's so close to Jess and she hates Bella. Um, and so they would have to get somebody in the six shooters. Uh, and so I, they'd have to essentially flip all of the six shooters because none of them are going to go out on a limb, uh, for Kemi. Uh, and, and, and expose their game like that. So I, I, I feel like that's Kat the problem. You think Kat wouldn't recognize that's a move that's better for her game if they were to frame it as like that we're going to start something here. Like Jackson has clearly kicked you to the curb and we, we want to start something like and we can do this. Like I feel like I feel like Kat for as like 
you know, dumb as they're portraying her on the show, I do feel like she would recognize a good opportunity if it was presented to her. She just hates Bella so much. She's been after Bella for so long. I, I, I mean, I, I love watching Cat, but I, I don't necessarily see her as that as that player. That's like, oh, this is a great opportunity. I'm going to turn on people like Holly and Jackson and uh, and and Jess. Jess is like her closest person at this point. Um, she'd yeah, be turning on I that agree. to join a big group of people that don't particularly like her. Yeah, I, I I don't think I think she's somebody like Jessica who it's she's not going to make a move like that and really turn on somebody unless it hits her in the face. Like the thing with Jessica was she was all women, all women, all women until she was finally betrayed by a woman, and then she's like, "Oh man, like <laughs> you know, shit." Oh shucks. So, I feel like that's with Cat. That, that's what's that's what's going to happen with Cat. She's going to continue on this, like being cool with Jackson and Holly, and just hanging out with them and whatnot, and, and you know, being friends with Jessica until she realizes that the people who she's closer to are probably not in her best interests. Sorry. And and also, I think another thing that this comes down to is camp comeback where you know it, i think that really hinders uh, sam nick and bella from making a move like that where it's like okay we've made this huge move just to keep kemi and now we have to hope and pray that one of us wins hoh so that we can take a shot at the big group and now jack is in camp Com- oh and jack just came right back in again uh they don't want to make that move yet they need to wait until after camp comeback is over to split to split apart and really make that kind of huge move uh, i think so um, I think there are a lot of things really just stacked uh, stacked against Kemi this uh, this week. For real. By the way, someone just posted my address in the chat. Like, I, I am not offended necessarily because, like, you can send me Christmas cards if you want. But I find it amazing that somebody actually took the time to, like, snoop around my life. <laughs> to find my actress. I mean, that's uh, that's definitely bannable uh, content Oh, yeah, there. I banned them instantly. Yeah, I banned them. They're gone. Girl, bye. But, uh, that was weird. Yeah. Like, what is happening with the chat these days? Is this yeah. all one person? And for those of you who don't know, we've had problems with the chat. Like, impersonators, impersonating, like, people who are, like, regular patrons of the chat. And then they come into the chat and pretend to be that person. And because of the mechanisms of YouTube and Google, you can change your name and change your picture to look just like the person. So unless you're somebody like me that has a wrench, which is a moderator, you couldn't tell anybody from Jesus. So, eh, whatever. All good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, don't do that. Don't do yes. that. Don't do that. Yes. That's it. But if you do know my, don't know my address, you can send me gifts and money. Um, all right. Well, so we've got some other stuff to talk about here. Yes. Uh, some hookups, some hookups, some breakups. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, Jackson and Kat broke up on the feeds. We saw that on the episodes. Uh, Jackson and Holly are getting closer. She looks beautiful without makeup. Uh, Jack and Sis are going to hook up. Uh, it was a very big experience for her. Uh, Nick and Bella are also going to hook up. That was a very uh, short experience for them. And then uh, Jack is going to tell Christy that he's crazy about her. Uh huh. Yeah. She's a lesbian, right? Yeah. Mm. So she says. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. This is amazing. Yes. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I, I heard you talking about it. By the way, I love your morning update today. It was very fun. My sister even texted me. She's like, I love Taryn's morning update today. It was very funny. Him like reenacting everything that was, that was happening between the two couples. So, yeah, I like how you had to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not talking about this with you, Taryn. Like, you have <laughs> it's a lot. 
It's a lot. Yeah, uh, so uh, it's it's really it's this has been dominating the feeds um, just in general. Uh, you know, Nick is is kind of I guess jealous of Jack and Sis. Jack and Sis are okay. They hooked up again. Uh, it's like uh, I, I made the mistake of of uh, I was like, surely it's not that bad. I listened to the clip and I was like, yep, that was that's a lot. That's a lot of noise. Um, wait, wait, wait. So J- Jack and Sis hooked up again after the first night? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was working last night. They hooked up again. Yeah. In the, oh, uh, in the shower. Um, oh, oh, in the shower. Okay, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I thought that was Bella and Nick. Didn't Bella and Nick do something in the shower? Or I, maybe, I, maybe I switched them in my head. Yeah. Okay, uh, so See, I don't pay attention to this stuff, people. I really don't. It's not fun to watch people like try to hide themselves having sex on the feeds but yet they may or may not be aware that i'm watching which is sort of creepy to me and like like the fact that sis didn't know but then so wait she found out that that feeders watch and then she decided to have sex again yeah okay yeah so basically all of her outrage the first time around and being like totally aghast it was fake That, that's that's what I assumed like because that's why I was like what is I mean she was like so worried about it and then all of a sudden was there so I don't know I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's still happening. That's still happening. Uh, Nick and Bella—they're still, you know, all over each other. But it's, you know, it's—he's—he's uh, he's still talking about, uh, you know, all this other stuff with with sis and and Jack is telling Christy that he's crazy about her and that he, you know, he's not actually that into sis and he doesn't really want it to be physical. But you know, whatever, uh, he'll end it if she wants him to. Uh, it, it's it's so messy here. I agree with uh, uh, RD Clan in the chat that says, "Is it a porn audition?" I'm um, look. I'm not. Are you guys with me with, when, when it comes to sis? Why didn't they just cast a porn actress? I mean, they could have gotten exactly what they're getting from sis, but the porn actress would have owned her shit a lot more than sis is doing. It would have been a lot more feisty and fun. Just if this is what you want, just put people in the house who are used to having sex on camera, and I think they'd be a lot more fun to watch. I know a lot of people who do porn. I follow a few on Twitter. <laughs> there you go. I think uh, it's really funny. Someone, uh, someone already tweeted this, but it was like Big Brother, like the showrunners, they're always trying to find showmances. And instead this season, they've got guys just trying to ghost their girls while they're right? still in the house. Like uh. it's insane. Like I, I don't understand why they uh it's just so and i hate it so much i don't even want to talk about it if i'm being honest because it's just like it's just so not something i'm interested in like <laughs> any of this. like i get that sometimes showmances can be fun like you know if but but my kind of showmance if i'm being like if i have to pick a showmance it's the showmance that they're friends and they're working together throughout the season and then oh you know oh like it's like a romantic comedy where maybe they're falling for each other we don't know and it's like kind of cute and fun (laughs) not this like gross stuff where you're like on camera picking up and being gross and i'm sorry that stuff doesn't interest me like why i'm not like a voyeur i don't want to watch that stuff so if i i have not even watched any of the stuff that we're talking about because i don't want to see it i don't want to know about it it's not something I'm interested in. And, you know, this is this is what we get when we have people who don't know anything about the live feeds. And 
they don't know that they're on camera and that these things are being recorded and that you can go back and watch these things. And like, I, I just, it's, ugh, it, I just hate it. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm reading some tweets right now about uh, Sis and Christy talking about yeah. Jackson and uh, <laughs> Sis saying things like, uh, it makes me very insecure, your relationship with Jack. Uh, I never know. Um, I, Christy saying, I don't have romantic feelings for him. I promote you to. Uh, Sis saying, I feel so effing stupid. So mm. we got more of that on the way. Yeah. Well, oh, well, fun, fun, fun <laughs> in the sun, sun, sun. Um, so <laughs> Jack is going to then look, it's I, I know it's one thing after another. Jack is going to win the uh, wackabibbity power. And uh, that's a new one, Taryn. Very good. Yeah. You know, uh, that's, uh, this was the chaos power. It allows him to redraw the veto picks, uh, random redraw. And uh, he does eventually tell Christy about it. And Christy is going to then tell Tommy about it. So Tommy knows, but Jack does not know that Tommy knows. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, he's like, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see if he tells me. Um. Jack made a mistake. Wrong person to tell. Right. Yeah. I don't think that was a good idea. I don't know why he decided to do that. Is it just because he likes the challenge? Is that what's what's happening with Jack and why he decided to tell her? I am dumbfounded. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I really don't. It must be the thing where he's just used to always getting women. And so the one that turns him down is the only one he's interested in. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Gosh, craziness. I have no idea what's happening with Jack. I mean, why wouldn't he tell Jackson of all people? Maybe he doesn't think Jackson can keep a secret. I don't know. Like, uh, I think it, it would have definitely been a better idea for him to tell Jackson because Jackson just adores Jack or Mickey. Fine. I will not call him Mickey. I call him Jackson. Yes, that, that's, that's been a point of contention. People are like, hey, 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 if they call him Mickey in the house, Taryn, you should call him Mickey, too. They don't call him Mickey in the house. They call him Jackson. They yeah, occasionally Mickey. call him Mickey. Exactly. But the person who calls him Mickey the most is Julie Chen Moonves. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. When I saw, listen, when they do the HOH competition and I saw Mickey in front of him, I about threw my shoe at the television. Like, seriously? This idiot gets to pick his own nickname. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, Sam is going to win the veto. He would like for Kemi to stay, but is not willing to use it on her. And ultimately, he is not going to use the veto. Uh, we have talked a little bit about this, but uh, Sam winning his second veto in a row that he's not going to end up using. People are starting to talk about him like he's a big competition threat. He's beat uh, Jack at two different veto competitions now. And uh, it's it's pretty unnecessary. Sure. You know, look, he won a trip to Fiji. That's all well and good. Um, probably the, his best opportunity to win anything in the game, just statistically at the very least. Um, but still, it's lowering his chances, in my opinion, of winning the whole game here, Melissa. Sorry, I was distracted. <laughs> the, chat, the chat is getting like insane right now mm, yeah that's uh it's 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 it, it happens it happens um but uh but yeah sam i think just he doesn't need to be winning these things and he he's winning them he's not using them and yeah. the the bill is gonna come due here he's I, he's, uh, he's using some credit he doesn't have why he won this again like i mean i am still looking for a reason why he won it 
the, the main thing to me is that there's a, a possibility that he moved himself up on the target list by doing this a significant amount. I mean, I think there's a chance that the Alliance might want to get rid of him even as far as next week that he like it, like, let's say somebody like Jessica wins HOH, right? Let's say she stays, she wins HOH. I think the Alliance might try to point her at somebody like Sam because it's not a woman. It's somebody who's outside the Alliance and it's somebody that, you know, if, if he remains out of the game and doesn't come back in, he's already won two vetoes. It's good riddance to an alpha player like that. So I don't know why he did this. Like, idiot. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think I know why. I think it's the Fiji, but I think he would have won it anyway, to be honest. I think I think, I think that so. would have been. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the trip to Fiji had anything to do with it. Although I'm sure on the show on Wednesday he's going to say, "Oh, I wasn't going to win this veto, but a trip to Fiji, hot damn, I'm in." Love Island, I'm totally in. I couldn't help I lo- myself. I love that the married guy won the Love Island competition. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, so. Six shooters and grateful are going to both decide, uh, and obviously they are basically the same thing, just with Nick and uh, and Bella there. Uh, they're going to decide that Kemi is the one to go. They t- they take a vote. Kemi, Kemi's going to go. Uh, that's always fun feeds to just watch people vote before they vote. They're going to vote for the vote. Yeah, uh, and so that's that's happening there. Just today. Something happened today. Kemi finally realized that Bella is a rat. She's going off on her on the on the on the, on the, the cameras. Day of feeds. We have been asking when is she going, Kemi? When is Kemi going to realize that Bella is selling her out? This is the first night of feeds, and finally, right with her with one foot out the door, she realizes that Bella has been selling her a bill of goods she is not her friend i mean maybe she thinks she is maybe the thing that the, the sad thing about it is i think that bella thinks that she's being a friend to kemi um that she enjoys her company but you can't do that at the same time while you set her game on fire with a torch you just can't do that and uh i'm glad that bella has what's coming to her because i can't stand her yeah, yeah. that see yeah that's the thing is like bella I really liked Bella. I mean, I still like Bella just generally as like a person, whatever, she's fun, whatever. But as a game player, I absolutely get the rat floater game. I get it. I totally understand it. And I respect it it, as as a viable strategy. However... She's not doing it for any reason. There's no yeah, logical game reason behind what she's doing. And yes. so that's the thing is she's just like, oh, I'm going to tell this information to this person. I'm going to tell this information to this person. But it doesn't benefit her. And it doesn't really, it, there's no explanation for it. So I, I just feel like I used to think, oh, she's playing that rat floater game. That's impressive. I get it. As, as annoying as it is, because you're like, hey, you're betraying my favorite. Oh, man. You know, if if they're doing it for a reason, then you get it and you're like, okay, I respect it. But there's just no reason. Yeah. Uh, Bella even rats herself out after she ratted uh, the Black Widows out. She immediately told Nicole, she was like, hey, I ratted the Black Widows out. (laughs) What are you doing? Um, Why would you even? Why? Like what? (laughs) She was going to find out anyway. Why are you doing that? (laughs) I... God, I mean, thank God Kemi finally realized that she can't tell Bella anything. I mean, it was so sad to see the other night uh, when basically in the diary room, Kemi was like, I don't trust anybody but Bella. It was like, oh, my God, no, that's the one name you shouldn't have said. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's that's basically what's going on there. The uh, it's looking like a unanimous vote, probably that uh, unanimously Kemi will be going home. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, something yeah. will change. Something will happen. It will. We have to believe. I honestly, I, I love Kemi so much. I really don't want her to leave. I love when she talks to the cameras, uh, you know, and basically it's just like, what is everyone doing? This is ridiculous. Uh, and I think that she's just, I think she's so smart. I think she, she knows the game. And, and you know what? Like a lot of the arguments she's been giving to, first of all, to Nicole, like, hey, this is what you need to say. And also arguments that she's been saying herself have been really good arguments. It sucks that she's basically talking to brick walls, but she's really smart and she's really, I, I feel like if she can just make it through this week, I could see her getting really far. It sucks that she's, it sucks that, that she's become this, this target for whatever reason. But I mean, it just sucks that it just seems like she can't erase this target from her back. Um, because I would honestly, I would love to see her and David play together. Uh, they have the best read on the house, both of them. And I, I just, I feel like they could do so much damage and it would suck if, you know, I, I even posted this on Twitter, you know, everyone's like, but Melissa, there's camp comeback. Kemi could come back. Like, don't feel too bad if she goes out this week. That doesn't help because I want David back too. I want them both in the game. So like if Kemi gets out now, I have to choose between David and Kemi to come back in. Like I want them both in the game and I want them both playing. Yeah, I'm I'm very upset to see that Kemi is the likely person to leave here. Um, I, I'm just like I'm watching on the feeds. She's getting more and more just kind of like comfortable being there and talking to the cameras. And she's talking about how she hates when people just stand in front of the refrigerator uh, like. Go to the refrigerator with a game plan, guys. And I'm like, yes. She hates when people like stand in the way, like uh, on escalators and stuff. I'm like, yes, I love you. Um, And uh, and I hate that she's going to go here because it sucks. She was talking with David earlier today and they had a great conversation. Um, David trying to get get it into her head like, uh, no, she she was like, I don't want to say it's clicky here. And he was like, it's clicky. It's clicking. She's like, look, I know. I know. I can't say I know what's happening here. I know what's happening here. He's like, yes, yes, it's clicky. Uh, You can talk to me about this. Um, And I was like, thank thank you. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I I keep like waiting for them to realize that something's up. Like maybe when Kemi goes to the Canva comeback room and has to wear the freaking slave outfit that they've been making them wear. Maybe then they'll realize that the people who have all been evicted have all been people of color. And then they might actually say something to them so that Jessica doesn't go out for it. So that's that's what's going on. State of the house. Obviously, we've got grateful Tommy, Christy, Jackson, Jackson, Holly, Nick and Bella. Within that, that group of people, you have the six shooters. This is now a solid thing for the most part. And uh, it consists of all of those people minus Nick and Bella. So it's Tommy, Christy, Jackson. Jackson and Holly. Uh, And then within the six shooters, there's a final three. And that final three is Tommy, Christy, and Jack. Uh, And it does appear that Jack is still loyal to this three because of whatever it is that 
Christie has over him. Um, and so uh, so it's looking like a lot of people and here's here's why that final three or more accurately that final two of Tommy and Christie is so uh, so solidly in a great position is that everyone thinks that the four is Jack, Sis, Jackson and Holly. Um, that's the core four. Uh, that's what Kemi was talking to David about. Yeah. It's those four. People like Christy, she's not on board with that. And David is like, yeah, she is. Thank Do you. Do not believe her. Uh, unfortunately, Kemi still does uh, believe her. She, he wouldn't, he wasn't really able to get through to her. But uh, still, the, that four seems a lot more dangerous than the three. Uh, and that's because that three is very stealthy. And so uh, they are in a great position right now, easily dominating the game here. Tommy and Christy with obviously Tommy being even more protected with Christy, just being a little bit more out there. Um, then you have this kind of middle group, the Nick, Sam, and Bella kind of thing going on. Uh, they're they're working together, still kind of like, oh, we want to take a shot at Jack. Eventually, eventually we'll take that shot at Jack. Can't do it while Camp Comeback is in play. But once it ends, who knows? Maybe maybe when we get down to nine, we're definitely not going to eight with Grateful, they say. Uh, we are not taking Sam out. Not going to do it. So that's what they're thinking there. Uh, Then you also have uh, the fellowship is what I'm going to call them. I don't care if they didn't go with it. uh, 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 I like it. Um, It's Ovi, Cliff and Nicole. And they are the outsiders. They are working on a plan to uh, break up this big group. And they recognize that the way to do it is to uh, continue to to widen the gap. This divide between uh, the Nick, Sam and Bella contingent with the rest of the big eight. And so they're really pushing Jess to throw Bella under the bus so that the people be mad at Bella and so on and so forth. They're doing everything they can. They're doing everything they can here. Uh, and I love, I love this group. I'm, I really, really want them to succeed. Me too. I think we all are rooting for this group. Uh, but uh, you know, some, some people in it to varying degrees, but uh, I really hope that they are able to form some sort of an insurgency in the house. Maybe they have to align themselves with Bella and Nick and, and Sam, like Bella, Nick and Sam and Cliff. Like it basically, we put all the outsiders together and the people at the bottom of Grateful, you would have a working majority. Uh, some people that could control some of the votes in the House. But I, they'd have to make a clean break from them. And, I'm, and they can't do it while Can't Come Back is in play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the state of the House. Yeah, uh, Black Widows, of course, is dead. Dead and dead. gone. Girl, bye. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to the stock watch here. Let's, uh, let's start rating the players. Um, so obviously every single week I send out a survey where you can rate all of the players one to 10 based on how you think they're playing the game this week. 10 being they are Dan Giesling. They are, there's nobody else that can win this game. They're playing so good. Uh, one being that, uh, you know, they are terrible. They have no chance to win the game. It's over. Um, and so we're going to rate these players. The audience is going to give a rating. We're each going to give a rating. It's going to average out to an average rating. And we're going to talk about each one of them as we go. Uh, and so we are going to rate all 16 players, all 16 of them. Um, and that's uh, that's how it's going to work in this particular version of the Stockwatch. So let's get into it. We are going to start here with our HOH, Jack. How do we feel about Jack? Now, last week... You can see here on the board, he averaged out at around three. We really felt like his time was coming. But that was before Camp Comeback, before he won HOH, before he won this power. 
things are kind of looking up for Jack. Are they not, Melissa? I I feel like they are. I mean, I just went and looked at the the list of our previous ratings and I was like, well, we were really low on him. Like, I guess we really didn't expect him to become an HOH. I don't know if like, I I don't know if he's going to go super far because I still think that people see him as a big threat. But right now I do feel like he's pretty insulated. Um, And I don't see a situation where he goes out next week unless something crazy happens. Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, I like before you give a rating, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like I always view the ratings as a not only how well they did during the week, but also their overall chances of winning the game and how well they accomplished that task during the week. And I don't see a way that Jack necessarily can win the game. I, I mean, I, so I feel like that has to be taken into account during the, in the ratings, but you, you may disagree with me. I, I don't know. I guess I could see I could see him winning the game. I don't, I don't want it to happen. And I don't, I don't hope that's what happens, but I could see a situation where he does. He knows, he clearly knows how to play nice when the DR talks to him and tells him to be nice or whatever. And he comes out and has these like civil conversations with people. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I mean, we were all bamboozled by his intro videos uh, and all his interviews. And I think that, I could see a situation where he turns on the charm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily. Want, I don't want him to win, but I don't see. I don't see a situation where he's out of the question. Right. So you gave him a three last week. What score are you giving him? Oof. I think I don't. I don't feel that high on him. Um, right. I think so. I'm going to give him a four. Cause I do think he, he, his chances increased. Cause I really did think last week, like, Oh, he's not long for this game. But now at the camp comeback twist, I do feel like <laughs> he has a bit more of a chance. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, David in the chat said that sis would give Jack a big 10. <laughs> <laughs> well done, David. Well done. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I expected uh, I expected that you had more to say, Brent, about uh, about Sis and Jack. Oh, oh, well, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 you know, I, I didn't know how much you wanted me to go into this. Like, I mean, I, look, here's the thing. I don't again. I don't know why they cast her on the show. She if they wanted somebody to do what she's doing, they should have just cast a porn actress. Jack himself has the energy of every guy I've ever met who thinks really highly of himself. Uh, insofar as what she said about him, again, I say what I said on Twitter, but I'll say it a little bit more real in the chat because I have Melissa here and she can insulate me from some, some of the accusations that I'm being sexist. Do not trust women when it comes to evaluating the size of an experience. They are never, ever right. Trust me when I have said this. I know this to be true. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Oh boy. You know what it is? Because even straight guys think of, they, th- they spend a lot of their day thinking about dick. They, they, they do. They think about their dick. That's what they're thinking. So when it comes to, you know, what their overall like feelings about it are, they have an, a realistic, you know, view of what they got, what they're working with, and what other guys got when they see them in the, in the locker room. But when it comes to women, they don't hang around with them very much. And they're only with them when they're having sex, which isn't a whole hell of a lot of a time. And on top of that, Sis was in bed with him with the lights off under the covers, so she never even really got to see it. So you're going to tell me that you're going to believe her when it comes to shit like this? Girl, no. I am not believing Sis. I don't care if she was in the shower. Whatever. 
Is that what you wanted? Is that what, is that what you really wanted? You wanted me to go there, Taryn. I, 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 I feel like uh, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to keep I it real with you guys. Mistake. Like, uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, what uh, you've done, Taryn. That's oh, what I got man. to say about uh, as far as my score when it comes to Jack goes. Uh, I gave him a score. Oh gosh, I forgot what I, what I, I was looking at. Melissa's. Oh, I gave him a two last week, and I'm going to give him another two this week. I'm going to be a harsh grader this week because I do not believe he has done anything to uh, move forward in his goal to win the Big Brother game. In fact, I think the, the, the chain of events that have happened this week, him winning HOH, him being even cockier than usual, uh, I feel like has hurt his chances of winning the Big Brother game. So even though he is the HOH, I'm going to give him a two. I don't think he's changed at all since last week. And Oh, not even that. The people in his alliance want to take him out. Even people like Christy, who is his, one of his top allies, who he told his, the, the, his real power to. She's like, well, you know, I, I, I really want to take a shot at him sooner than later. There is no way that a guy who looks like Jack is going to go to the end of the game. Of course, then on Big Brother Canada, we had somebody like Adam go to the end of the game, and he looks very much like Jack, at least in terms of body. But, you know, that was Big Brother Canada. This is Big Brother U.S. It ain't happening. It's a two. All right. Uh, I'm actually, uh, unfortunately here with, uh, with Melissa on this one. I do, I gave him a three last week. I do feel like his odds have improved and he is, he is in a spot where nobody's really going to come for him until at least camp comeback ends. So I think he which has at least, week. uh, which, but, th- but that's a week. That's the most dangerous week for the current HOH is the following week. So he, I think he has a bit of a buy there and, uh, and that's more time for him to settle back into the background to let other people become targets, having a Nick and Bella war. If he doesn't have to be the one to take the shot at Nick and Bella, if Jackson does it for him, I could see Jackson end up being, becoming a, a bigger target. I I think Jackson is in a much better spot in the game, but I have a lot more faith, unfortunately, in Jack in terms of just like their their uh, ability in the game, uh, strategically at the very least. So uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a four here for Jack. I do think his odds have improved. I don't see him going anywhere in the next couple of weeks, and uh, unfortunately, most people in that house do seem to like the guy. I don't know why. I don't know why. Do you really see a universe where he wins the game? Any path at all? Uh, Tommy takes him. Christy takes him, thinking that they can beat him. And then, yeah, see, uh, I, think, I feel like if they take him, then he's not going to win. But oh well. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, the audience is uh, is with Melissa and myself actually on this one. The audience gave really? Jack a four out of ten. All right. All right, so. oh, I'm a hater then. Fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's never been a better better person to be a hater of. I think. <laughs> uh, so, so there you go. That was Jack. We're gonna move on to uh, to his buddy Sis. Um, Sis got straight fours from us last week, and this week I am personally feeling not as confident. In her game here, Uh, you know, last week she was mostly just not doing anything, but she was in a good spot. At least this week she has attached herself very firmly to Jack, made herself a target. People have talked about putting her on the block Uh, and her head is just completely not in the game. It is entirely focused on Jack's 
game. And mm-hmm. so uh, I do not feel good about Sis right now. Things could change in the future. But for right now, I am uh, lower on sis than I was before. I'm going to go down from my four to a three, uh, which is strange. Normally, I'd give the the male and the showman's uh, sort of thing, you know, the the lower score because they're usually the bigger target. But in this case, I just really have a hard time seeing sis win this thing unless Jack leaves and all of a sudden her head gets in the game. But for right now, for me, it's a three. Brent, what do you think? Uh, Well, the headline of this podcast should be sis goes down. Because uh, she was at a four last week for me, and I'm giving her a three this week. She said uh, she went yeah. down and then came back up, so who knows? I know. Uh, well, next week she can come back up. But right now she's down, and I'm giving her a three. I, I don't like her game. You normally, here's the thing. Normally in, in Big Brother, I say position is king. So even if they're playing a somewhat undesirable game, it's more passive than aggressive. Uh, I'll still give them credit for the fact that even by accident, they're in a enviable position. But... I feel like you have to take into account the fact that she's not got her head in the game whatsoever. Maybe that will change, but for the purposes of this week and this rating, I think that you have to really evaluate her uh, harshly and give her a three. Yeah. Melissa? Yeah, uh, I'm going to give her a two because I I don't think that I don't think her head's in the game. I don't think she's thinking about the game at all. And yeah, she's in a good position. I just feel like she doesn't care or she doesn't intend to play and I can't respect that. So I'm disappointed because, you know, I really had, I actually had hopes for her. I thought that it was a situation where, you know, she can lay back and sit back in the first part of the game um, and not really do anything and then turn it on later. But it doesn't even seem like she has any intention of doing that. So um, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not happy with her. Um, with her performance right now. And I feel like, uh, you know, maybe in the future it'll change, but right now I'm not feeling confident about her position moving forward in the game. So, yes. All right. The audience is also uh, pretty low on sis. They gave her a three, three out of 10. So there you go. That's, uh, sis has in fact gone down. Um, (laughs) shade. It's, look, I'm not. I'm not normally this blunt with with my uh, you know, double entendre. But when you are on the feeds using very very blunt wording, like there's not yeah. much I can do. I've I've I have to use it. It's there. I, I it's you've you've given me no choice. This is like one of the few situations where, like you know, normally they're very discreet about this type of thing, and they'll like you know you'll see someone like crawl out of bed and you're like, Oh, I I know what happened. And it's like implied. There's like a lot of implications, you know, maybe there's some like noise. This is like full on talking about it, full on like bragging about it. And I, yeah, there, what else are we supposed to do? It's, yes. I don't want to talk about it, but. And I, I would never, I would never go this far. I would never like go this personally for myself. I would never go this far with somebody that's trying to like keep, you know, I, I would not talk about their intimate details, but she is describing them and saying, I wish I could say more. <laughs> what, what are you doing to me? Yeah, this is not, this is not on us being like, oh, we're going to talk about something that's super embarrassing for someone. Like yeah. this is something that. Yeah. Same thing goes for Nick. Nick, yeah. what are you doing? Same thing goes for all of them. 
Oh. Speaking of, let's talk about Nick's game. Uh, <laughs> Nick's game. All right. So <clears throat> last week I was pretty high on Nick. I gave him a six. I was higher on him than uh, most other people here. And probably a mistake. If not for Camp Comeback, I think we might be seeing a Nick eviction this yep. week. So, uh, you know, saved but by the grace of Grodner. And uh, and ultimately, it's not looking good. He is not in the best position in the world. That said, I do think that Camp Comeback does help him. Uh, I probably should have given Nick like a 4 out of 10 last week. And I think that Camp Comeback prevents him from dropping lower than a 4. I might even go up to a 5. But I'm, I think I'm going to stick with a 4 for Nick here. Uh, that he... Unfortunately, I do think that he was in a good spot. But he has completely just let his relationships fall by the wayside. He has spent all of his time with either Sam or Bella or talking about sis. And it's just, it's getting bad. He has let in, in particular, the main thing that I don't like about Nick's game now, as opposed to last week is his relationship with Tommy is almost non-existent this week, right? You need to maintain your relationships. And Tommy is the most important person for him to maintain. Now, Tommy, I think could go back to Nick whenever he wants, but Nick does not have that luxury. Uh, if, if he finds himself on the out and he goes back to Tommy after not speaking to him for a week, Tommy's going to be like, sorry, who are you? I, <laughs> did we meet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm not looking great for Nick from my point of view. Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, I I am disappointed in his game as well. I mean, I just feel like I'm disappointed in everybody, but um, <laughs> I'm disappointed in his game this week. Uh, and so, like, here's the thing is he almost got backdoored. So that's, you know, brings his score down. But the camp comeback thing is here. So that brings the score back up. So I'm just staying neutral on him this week, and I'm going to keep my score to four. All right. Uh, Brent, what are your thoughts? Uh, I gave him a three last week. I was the lowest on everybody when it came to Nick and primarily because I said he had a messy game. I felt like it was really messy. What I didn't realize is not only is his game messy, but he's totally flipping girl crazy. Like my mom talked about straight boys like this when I was younger. Like she would like, we would know like my cousin or somebody would just go completely bonkers for somebody of the opposite sex. And she's like, oh, he's, he's girl crazy. It'll happen to you one time, Brent. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll Hopefully you'll understand that you shouldn't totally lose your head when it comes to uh, dating a girl. But no, Nick doesn't understand that. He is completely and utterly girl crazy. I think it is amazing to me that uh, somebody like him, like with that haircut, would never get the time of day from somebody like Annalise or uh, Bella, probably on the street. But because he's trapped in a house with them and there's only so many people to choose from, even Bella acknowledged it's like, well, Tim or nobody. So, yep, you know. So that's not a big criticism of his game, but it is a criticism of his game from the standpoint that that's all he seems to care about is women. And not only that, it makes him seem disloyal when he's with Bella and he's always talking about sis. It's like, well, who are you with then? And why, why are you with Bella if you really want to be with a sis? And are you just using her? Uh, so, yeah. And the other thing, too, is that people gave him some certain secrets. Uh, like, uh, Kimmy told Bella and Bella told Nick about the girls thing and then he went and ratted that out. I know that Bella also read that out, but basically I'm holding both of them accountable at this point. Uh, and I think he's done nothing to improve his score. So I'm going to give him another three. All right. There you go. 
last week, the audience gave Nick a five. This week, they have also gone down to a four. So, there you go. So, uh, what's his overall score? Um, Sorry. Or can you it looks like we, did, Melissa, did you give your rating? Yeah, I said I was keeping him at a four. Okay, okay. I think uh, I think it's just in the. You gave him a three, right, Brent? I did. Yeah. All right. So it's it's going to be at a four here for Nick. Uh, I see it now. Yes. All right. So let's move on to Nick's. Uh, you know, part time, very quick partner in in crime here, uh, Bella, who last week we were kind of in the middle on. It gave her a five. Again, I was I felt good about the Nick and Bella position. I felt like uh, the HOH could have gone a different way and then they would have been in a dominant position where Jack was targeted. Uh, but unfortunately, things did not break that way. Bella has continued to deteriorate game wise, in my opinion. So I am definitely going to be giving her a lower score than I did previously. But uh, Brent, we'll start with you. Oh, good. Let's start with me. One. I'm going to give her a one. I can't stand this woman. What is she doing? This is terrible. Like, if Melissa said at the beginning of the podcast, you're just telling the other people information for what? For the heck of it. You don't even know why you're telling people this information. You just can't keep a flipping secret. Not only that, your alliance wants to target you. There are people outside the alliance like Kat who wants to target you. And even if you were by the grace of God himself to get to the end of the game, I don't even think people like you enough to give you the money. So I'm going to give you a one. You can't win the game. Girl, bye. Oh, boy. <laughs> Melissa, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm going to give Bella. Oh, I know. it's just so disappointing. I was really, I was really excited about her game last week. Um, so I'm going to definitely give a lower score to Bella, just because I feel like there isn't any logic behind her moves. Thank I can, you. She seems to be one of those people that like feeds off of, feeds off of being the person with information, like being the person who can tell you something, and you want to hear what she has to say. And I feel like. I know people like that. Like, you know, there are people who are like, oh, I have a story for you. And they like want to tell it. Um, and I and I get the sense that that's what she feeds off of. And that's great. But no, it's not because uh, she's giving away information that she shouldn't be giving away. Um, if it was all information that was like, oh, I'm going to give you a little tidbit here and there that's all beneficial to me, then that's fine. None of it is beneficial to her or any of her allies or any of the people who trusted her. I mean, Kemi now doesn't trust her at all. And she used to have such a strong ally in Kemi. And she's also letting Kemi go out the door. So it's not good for her. Um, so I'm going to give Bella... I was out of five. And now I'm going to give Bella... Uh, I'm going to give Bella a three. Yeah, I think you know it's amazing to me. I just thought of something. It's amazing that Bella can't keep a secret for longer than 45 seconds, which is the same amount of time that Nick lasted with her. So, yeah. They deserve each other. Mm. All right. Uh, I can tell you that the audience also gave Bella a three. Uh, I am personally torn between a three and a four, mostly because with Camp Comeback, I feel like there is some buffer time. Things can change in the next few weeks. Uh, the fact that she's not 
eminently in danger uh, gives me some hope, I guess I would call it, that she can turn things around a little bit. Um, I'm hesitant to give her a three. I just feel like there are a couple of people that are just like the ones that are almost definitely going home. And I feel like she's probably not one of them. And uh, for that reason alone, I do think I'm going to go with a four for Bella. I don't have a ton of confidence in her moving forward, but there is still something there. Uh, she's willing to, you know, go to people and make moves. She still has a solid group behind her in Nick and in, uh, in Sam who can certainly win a lot of competitions. So uh, I, I, I am going to, I'm going to give her a four. Um, but, uh, I think that that's, that's like a for now kind of rating. Like, uh, if, if she is still in the position she's in right now in a couple of weeks, then she's dropping down real low. Cause she's going to be in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So that's going to land Bella at a three in total. Uh, Holly, let's talk about Holly, AKA Beth. Which, <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. disappointed by Holly as well. Ugh, I just feel like every single person, like we're gonna. Can keep we talk about somebody who we're not disappointed? I know. By. Seriously, like when can we find someone that we're not? I didn't choose the by? order. Blame Alexandra. Oh God, it's like literally, Holly is disappointing me because I feel like she's focusing more on the showman's thing too. I don't, I don't even know. I mean. Like you said earlier, I think it was earlier on the morning update, you said she was in a great position and now she's in a not good position all because of this showmancy thing where she was being, she was basically hidden uh, by Kat and Jackson being the the couple and uh, Holly was, you know, on the side. However, Jackson really liked Holly. So Jackson would protect Holly, but she wasn't seen as being part of that couple. And it was like perfect positioning. And I was like, man, this girl, she's, she's, she understands it. And she's not getting sucked into like the showmancy type thing. But now she's in a really, I mean, not a really bad position because she's still within that core four and all that sort of stuff. But she's in a worse position than she was because now she's not, she's not insulated. She's not protected. People will start to see her and Jackson as like, oh, this is a twosome. We need to get rid of one of them. Um, And I feel like Jackson is better insulated. So, I, I'm not, I'm not happy about Holly this week. Um, but however, I'm not fully ready to, to, you know, say, ah, she's done for, she's done for, but I do think she's gone down in the ratings. So I'm going to give her a five. Yes. Uh, I think, I, I think a five is appropriate for Holly. I'm also going to give her a five. I, huh. She was in a great spot. That spot has not, it's not as great anymore. As you mentioned, I think her head is distracted with Jackson with what's going on with what's happening there and Jackson got injured. So she's no longer even super protected by the fact that she's associated with Jackson. She's not even that much, uh, you know, smaller on the, the target scale as he is now that he is injured. And, uh, and, and she, I also feel like she has not been branching out as much as she was in the first week. She is really focusing on sis and on a little bit Christy and on Jackson. And I really don't see her talking with other people, uh, too much at all and that's not good i don't like it uh, i do still think that she's in one of the better positions in the house in general but uh, not not as good as it was before so unfortunately holly is going to drop down to a five for me brent what do you think yes it's a five for me as well for the reasons that you guys stated um uh, it, 
even the person that she's in a showman's with uh, was injured. And I didn't see on today on the feeds. How is his ankle doing? Uh, it seems to be like a little bit better. He's still limping around. I mean, it's yeah. he's it, Holly is telling him you need to see a doctor to make sure that it's all good, because if it sets in the wrong place, then you're kind of screwed. Uh, and he's like, ah, I don't know. And uh, and and Cliff seems to think he's like, ah, I think it's kind of fine. I think I think you'll be all right. Um, so differing opinions but uh but he seems to be getting better he's still limping uh but you know for all we know he could just be really messing himself up yeah so uh it's a five i agree with you guys uh not much to say i mean the thing about her is that i feel like that she does have the capability to rise and to play a better game but if i mean the thing that we decided at the beginning of the season about how we're going to evaluate these scores is that, you know, six and higher gets a consistency bonus for being on the good side of things. And do I feel more negatively or more positively about Holly's game? I'm sorry, but I feel more negatively. So there's no way I can give her anywhere near a positive score at this point. So I feel like it has to be a five. Yes. All right. The audience is actually even lower than us on Holly. The audience gave Holly a four. Uh, I wonder if they just got confused. <laughs> looking for Beth four four for Holly there uh, next up is in fact Jackson we'll talk about uh, Jackson here Jackson I gave a six last week I'm actually going to stay at a six this week with Jackson I like his position socially he is good uh, he is a hateful little monster uh at, at at many times in the house but uh but for whatever reason people do love him uh in the house even cat who was definitely annoyed by him when he broke up with her is still kind of going back and talking a lot with jackson and uh and being very you know cordial and whatnot um so i you know and and he got injured that's good. That's good for Jackson. Jack is a bigger target. All of these things. I Like I said, I'm not confident in his strategic ability. I think he's far too, like, just loyal. He's he's kind of like, uh, like puppy dog eyes with Jack. He just loves Jack so much, and I think that's going to be his downfall. But for right now, his position is good. His social game is good. Uh, I Again, I feel like, I said this before when I was talking with Donnie, I feel like he's the Caleb of the season. I agree, and, yes. And and things could work out well for him if if he stays in this spot. Yeah, I think that that sort of blind loyalty and stu- like like he's a lovable stupid idiot can work in your favor. Like Caleb would have won Big Brother 16 if he would have gotten to the end of the game or arguably would have had a chance. Uh, but and that's why they evicted him. I think likewise with somebody like Jackson, uh, it's possible for him to turn his game around if the alliance breaks up. Jack goes home. He's injured a little bit and continues to play that up or, you know, it doesn't, that's the thing. Does he know enough to play that up or is he going to act like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Uh, I, I, I wonder about that, but I do enjoy him overall from a social game standpoint, even if he is a total piece of shit and I have to call him out for some of the racially charged things that he said. Um, but I gave him a five last week and I'm going to give him a five this week. Um, I just can't, bring myself to give him yet a positive score. Yeah. I I mean, I agree with everything you guys said and I'm going to stick with my five as well there. I mean, I, I would have, I I think I would have gone down on his score um, this week just because I do feel like he put himself in this weird position in regards to the showmances and everything when he really didn't have to do that. And I, I don't, I don't 
yeah, he, he, I'm not a big fan. Um, but however, with this injury, I do think this could go really well for him. Um, I mean, obviously if he, if he plays it off, like it's nothing and he heals up next week or whatever, then maybe this will change. But I mean, this could be his Christmas moment. And, uh, I think that could go really well for him and take him pretty far because, you know, what good is an injured player going to do when it comes to competing against them? Like, I mean, win a sprinting competition, right? Right. Win a race. Of course, uh, the classic injured move. Um, but yeah, so I I do feel, I I just feel the same about his positioning. And so I'm going to give him the five. All right. Well, uh, big surprise. The audience is not fond of Jackson. The oh, audience what? gave oh. Jackson a four. And let me tell you, it was a close one. They almost gave him a three. Uh, so audience, not, not too, not too fond of Jackson. And, uh, can't say, can't say I blame him. Yeah, the thing about Jackson, just from a personal standpoint is I did feel good about the fact that he felt remorse, but I almost felt remorse. Like the remorse was coming from the fact that he got caught, not that he actually said, did something wrong. Uh, yeah. So that was really annoying me. Well, I think it's again a situation where it looks good in comparison to Jack, who shows no remorse. Yeah, I yeah, know. but it's still bad, right? Like, it's just like it's just like what you like uh, under normal circumstances, you just expect this is bad and it is the bad thing. But then you have Jack, who is even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh my god. Um, Speaking speaking of just, uh, you know, because we didn't we were talking about twists earlier, but the uh, Jackson and Jack have been have been very, very mean to David. Something that we haven't talked about on uh, on the show yet is uh, in particular, I think the worst thing that's happened thus far. Uh, Jack imitating uh, David and his walk on the feeds. Uh, this is something that was incredibly offensive and uh, people have been very upset with him about, uh, you know, this is, of course we wish we didn't have to talk about this stuff because we, wish we have better people in the house but uh but he you walked it uh it was it was very offensive and and jack is a terrible person <laughs> and jack is a terrible person well it's true and also all this hate towards david when he's literally been like an absolute saint in the house. I mean, he like cooks, he cleans, he's nice, he's friendly, he wants to start games of cornhole or whatever. And I don't understand how anyone could hate him or have any vitriol towards him. He is like such a sweet, nice guy. And it's, it, it begs the question of like, well, what is it then? You know, like, what is the reason that they don't like him because it's not the way he acts. It's not the way he talks. It's not the way he, you know, gets along with people. Like it's not that. So like, well, what is it then? Like why? And that is, that's what makes me upset about like, like so upset about this is that it's like, it it's not, it's not deserved at all. It's, it's horrible. And it's just, it makes no sense to me. And I hate it so much. And I just want to punch myself in the face little naive melissa who said we won't have any tmz article (laughs) written about this cast i like literally want to punch myself in the face i want to go back and erase that because i was such a moron like i mean 
Why yeah. did I think we'd have nice people on this TV show? Why? The thing that's really irritating to me is that, you know, David had been in the house for like three hours before. And then he comes back into the house and within an hour or two, when people have alone time, they're already completely bagging on him. It's like a demonization of him to the point where it's a stereotype. They're trying to stereotype him. They even said this thing Jackson did about, well, oh, you know, I see how he's been looking at the women. He's going to, He's going to be running a train on them, which, of course, is the stereotype of the black male predator. If you guys don't understand that that's racist, then I can't fucking help you. Yeah, really. and, and I, I, I think that's the problem is that I don't think they understand it either. I think it's exposing uh, sides of themselves that they aren't even aware are offensive. And that's why they're like, oh, they're spinning it into a race thing. Like, like I, I think that they I don't think they even understand how no, they bad right. they're being. Right. Well, That's I mean, the thing is, like, it's except they've been told and they refuse to hear it. It's That's implicit bias. It's implicit racism. It's implicit. It doesn't have to be explicit to be awful and terrible and totally inappropriate. And mm-hmm. it's 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 really awful. I mean, and that's the thing It's like you're even if they come out of the house and we're like, oh, you know, all this stuff, all this race stuff, you know, whatever they're going to say, like, well, it wasn't because I know myself and I know that wasn't my intention. It's like, but then where did it come from? Like, what else could it be? It's like, you have to look inside yourself and see, you know, why, why do I feel this way? Why was I saying those things like about this, this particular person? And not only that, like these particular people. And that is, that is where it it gets so wrong and so sour. And I just, I, it's been a really tough season to watch um, in regards to that sort of stuff. It's like, I mean, why? Yeah. I'm going to talk myself into circles. (laughs) Well, I have a question. Go ahead, Taryn. Well, I, I think that like if 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 there's anything positive that we can spin off of this, it's that uh, it, it hopefully can be a teaching moment for anybody that hears about these things and says, why is that racist? Why is that bad? Uh, and, and hopefully you can you can learn why those things are bad, even if even if you don't intend for it to be bad. Uh, there are a lot of things and you're seeing the result here, uh, the result of these implicit biases, which are separating the the people of color from the white people in the house and they are being targeted and talked about and uh and 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 all of these things uh you know it, it's not what you want to have as as a teaching moment but uh hopefully if there's anything positive that we can spin from it it's it's that and and, and it's uh something that that i think everybody can can learn from uh hopefully yeah no i mean it's 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 true though it's like <sighs> I mean, why are why is their alliance solely made up of the non minorities besides Bella? And then, oh wait, we all hate Bella. We all hate yeah. her. Like, I mean, yeah. why? But they all hate her. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like, why though? Like, it's like it, it's it's like you would think that if you were in that house, you'd look around and be like, oh, why do I feel like I'm gravitating more towards the people who like have my same skin color and all that sort of stuff? It's like you you should be thinking about that sort of thing if that's the case and you know i like I, i'll even admit that like um you know when i forgot i think brent said it or someone said it on the show they were like think about if you went at maybe brent said it so i don't want to like put this in his mouth but they they said someone said something like think about if like me for example i went into a house with all minorities and i was the only white person in the house like 
would I be able to have to relate to everyone in the house in the exact like in in that sort of way? Like, would I feel isolated? And like, possibly I would. Like, I feel like I would. And now and it's like it makes you think like that. Put yourself in other people's shoes. Like, see what if the shoe were on the other foot. What? How would you feel? Like, would would you be able to fully relate to? To everyone in the house like I mean everyone has different experiences and it's, uh, I know I'm talking in circles I know but it's okay. just well here's the thing I want to say a couple things here's the thing uh, I think it's really cool to listen to people like Erica from Big Brother Canada uh, you know who competed on last season uh, you know the one who was uh, evicted by the twist to we all got really sad about the lesbian I mean I'm trying to like I, I can't remember her last name sorry I can't remember her last name so I'm trying to find a way because I see your mind like racing like which Erica is he talking about Erica from last season. I thought you for a second. I thought you were talking BBUS Erica, and I was no, like, "Big oh, Brother wait, Canada." I thought so too. That was like my first thought. I was she like, "Oh." She said on Twitter that she had to confront some of her own innate prejudices because she started dating a black woman, and she didn't realize like how many innate prejudices were inside of her until she did that, and then she had to confront them. I thought that was very brave of her to say. The other thing that I wanted to acknowledge was that, or ask, ask maybe, is do you guys think that this season is worse? In Big Brother 15, because in Big Brother 15, the racism was so explicit that it forced the show to confront it. They had to confront it because everybody was talking about it and replaying clips. The racism here is much more implicit and much more subtle. It is not so obvious to the naked eye when you just hear a soundbite. So people are able to wave it away and not have to talk about it. And I feel like in some ways that this season is worse because it lets people off the hook without ever having to acknowledge the racism in the first place. And it lets them hide behind, oh, it was taken out of context. I didn't mean it that way. It's just the Big Brother game. Whereas there was no place for Aaron to hide during Big Brother 15 when Julie Chen is calling her to the carpet during an interview. So well, I do feel like this season is worse. What, what I will say to that is that uh, I remember during Big Brother 15, it was a while before the show addressed it. There was a long time beforehand yeah. where people were like, when are they going to address this? This is getting really bad. And it wasn't until people started having conversations in the house uh, and it became a thing in the house itself that the players were talking about that it became a part of the show. And so uh, I, I imagine that the same will be true of this season, that if the players start talking about it, like, well, I mean, like I said, we had that conversation with Kemi and David where it kind of felt like they were beating around the bush a little bit. like. I know what's happening here, David. I don't want to say anything um, like it, it kind of felt like like maybe they would talk about it. Maybe they will eventually. And at that point, hopefully it will be brought maybe. into the show. Uh, I'm but, hoping. They, you know, did you see that Danielle from Big Brother over the top uh, tweeted about yeah. this and said that she was out on the show because of the outdated cast? casting that they do on the show where they cast 12 white people on the show a few people of color and call that diversity uh so i really feel like that it just needs cbs as a whole and the big brother show i love them i'm sure they're doing their best but they need an overhaul as far as the casting process mm -hmm. if you put you know a few white people a few brown people on the show a few black people on the show a few asian people on the show let's see what happens then let's see what happens in a real diverse cast mm -hmm. i would love to see that but I don't know that they would necessarily. Yeah. And, and honestly, just even just a more aware cast. I mean, it, I, you recall Big Brother Celebrity One, where they 
immediately knew the optics of targeting Omarosa. Um, like th- they were aware of these things. They were conscious of them and worked to make sure that they were confronting their own biases about things and making sure that they were not doing anything untoward. Uh, these people have no clue about any of this, clearly, um, because th- they are laughing along and nobody is talking about it. And, uh, you know, like all of these things. And so, uh, you know, that's well, that's why, like when I say hopefully this turns into a, a teaching moment, like it does need to make the show first. It does uh, need to make the show. I will also say and, you know, look, I uh, it doesn't give me any pleasure whatsoever to call this out. But I do have to call our boy Cliff to the carpet just a little bit because I didn't love what he had to say about David. He hadn't even really met him very much. And already he is talking to us. And it's not about the game because he's talking to us on camera and he's totally by himself that he doesn't trust David. He thinks there's something aggressive about him. I can't remember his exact words, but it didn't feel great to me. I'm just saying that it felt a little charged and I really wish he gets to know David and enjoys his company better because I feel like Jack and Jackson have gotten to know David a little bit through like the working out and they're like already he's kind of a nice guy like Mm -hmm. three days ago they were saying he looks right into your soul and can destroy it with his eyes but now they're like oh he's pretty cool now that I got to know him I'm hoping the same thing happens with Cliff as well Yes, uh, you know, I, I do as well, you know, and, and based on things that Cliff was saying uh, earlier in the season, I am hopeful that he is the kind of player that would come out of the house. Yes. And when asked about it, would be like, oh, my God, you're right. I'm I, I, I'm sorry. I, you know, all of these things. I would hope I would hope um, because, it, you know, it, it it wasn't great. I do think that uh, I, I, I don't want to lump him in with the other things. This is uh, a lot more specific to David. Uh, it's still not great, but it's it's not in the context of all of the other things that are happening around Jack and Jackson. But also, you know, like anybody else in this house, uh, I think he is also complicit in, in the sense that uh, he is laughing along and he is, uh, you know, um, See, not, not with like- the worst stuff but uh with uh, right i had more of a problem with what cliff said by himself to the camera because i was like so that's how you really feel the thing where he was like laughing along with jackson and like being like oh there's pee on the seat um there hasn't been pee on the seat since we got here it must be david i'm gonna pee on the seat and cliff was like yeah yeah i might be pee on the seat too the, i can even though that is terrible i can at least see that in the context of he's trying to be one of the good old boys in the house and trying to work his way in. I get that. It's something that happens in Big Brother that we all hate, where people bag on the person who's out of the game or getting ready to walk out of the game. We've never had a context like this where somebody was out of the game and still staying in the house. So I understood that. I So I, I feel like I can get past that more than what he said by, in the cameras by himself. And I'm not trying to call him out specifically, but I feel like I must because people come to me on Twitter and they're like, oh, you don't call out Cliff because... He's a rapper. You got your hypocrites over there. No, bitch, we're not. I own my shit. And I'll call him out just like the rest of these people. But I do feel like at this point, we have bigger fish to fry. And Cliff is not one of them. Yes. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm not an arbiter on this issue at all. But personally, uh, I I do like to wait a little bit longer until I see more, like, just more of it. You yeah. know, I feel like I've seen a little bit that 
you know, he is also like a new guy that came into the game and kind of all of this stuff. So, uh, you know, that, that would be my own personal opinion, but that is my own personal opinion and uh, certainly not uh, even r- really that relevant to anybody else's opinion, especially who are more qualified than me to address that sort of thing. Uh, but again, uh, j- uh, you know, in many ways, like uh, like the showman's is in the house. Uh, we got to talk about this stuff. Um, it's part of the game. And I understand that there are some people that are like, hey, why are we spending so much time on this? Uh, so on and so forth. But like, this is this is what it is. This is what happens. This is people stuck in a house. And this is part of the dynamics when we're talking about why certain people are on the outs and why this big group of people uh, are, are on, in the in. It's uh, as as David and Kemi said, a clicky yeah. house. Um, clicky. Yeah. Uh, so, and this, this is, this is absolutely a part of it. It it really is. Um, so anyway, yeah. thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate that. I like it's... that it was you who brought it up and not me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. people are like, oh, Brent's just doing it again. So it's always Brent, blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, uh, and I, and I hope that people can respect that. Like I, it, when I do talk about these things, it's because, you know, I, I mean them and, and, yeah. you know, it's, I really do, uh, you know, see something here that, that I do not like. Um, all right. So next up, let's talk, let's get back to the ratings. Sorry. Where were we? <laughs> back to the ratings. Let's talk about cat. Let's talk about cat. Okay. Let's talk about cat. There's somebody we all like. How you doing cat? Yeah, Melissa, what are your thoughts on Kat? I like Kat a lot. I think she's super fun to watch. Um, I don't know how I feel about her game sense, but I do think she's really fun to watch. And I do think that, you know, it's possible that she stays a little longer than we initially thought. Um, I mean, I think there was a possibility that she was to leave last week and she didn't and i do feel like you know if you survive the first the first eviction or two then you are way more likely to be forgotten about um so i could see her i could see her sticking around a little bit longer than we thought so um i'm gonna give her i'm gonna give her hmm. I also don't feel like i'm looking at my other ratings and i'm seeing that like i gave bella a three and i don't feel like Maybe she's not in as good a position as Bella, but she's not actively sabotaging herself like Bella is. So I'm going to give Catherine a four. Okay. Uh, Brent, what do you think? I gave her a two last week. She's off the block now, and she's not going to be evicted this week. I do think that if she got to the end of the game, she could actually win. Like in some universe where she got to the end of the game, could she win? I think she probably could. I think she is light and cheery. And I think that like, you enjoy that when you're in the house. I think that people in the house see that as well. I'm not going to go overboard with this, though. Um, she was a two last week. I still feel like, on balance, she probably gets a bad score for me. We determined before this season that ones, twos, and threes were the bad scores. Sixes and above were the good scores. Um, and I still feel like I don't like her game because she could be evicted as soon as next week. She is on the list, people. Unless the house breaks up, which it could... But unless it breaks up, she's going to be evicted within the next two weeks. And so I feel like I can only give her a little bit of a bump, but I enjoy her personally immensely. Uh, So it's a three for me. 
All right. Uh, I was actually the highest on cat last week at a three and I am inclined to go down. I actually feel worse about her position. I like her a lot more, but I feel worse about her position than I did last week where I felt like, uh, you know, people were talking about using her as a pawn for a long time. And, uh, and she was in the big group of people and Jackson hadn't broken up with her yet. And Jackson hadn't talked about wanting her gone yet. And so I felt like there were not a, a lot of people like, when would you ever want to get rid of cat? Uh, and unfortunately the question was immediately answered for me like this next week like that's when they want to get rid of cat and i feel like she is one of two people that is almost definitely going home next week and yeah. uh, and i just so so right now i i do feel worse about where she is um i do think that if she survives the next couple of weeks which is really treacherous territory for her. Uh, I, I think that she can come back around and, and get into that sort of position where who wants to waste a week on cat. Uh, I hope that she gets there, but for right now I am going to stick with uh, I'm going to go down to a two uh, on cat. Uh, I, I could see her leaving next week and uh, yep. it's not good. It's not I hear good. Uh, the audience agrees with Melissa. The audience wants that uh, that four for Kat, uh, which shouldn't be too surprising there. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I, I think the audience does their best to be, you know, objective. But, uh, you know, sometimes you like the person. I don't know. M- maybe I'm the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, Taryn. No, I don't know. It was tough to rate her because, you know, I like her and I could see a situation where she goes pretty far, but I could also see a situation where she gets out next week because they're like, ah, whatever. It's the last week of the, you know, the camp comeback. Let's just like get out someone easy. She's not going to come back or maybe she will. And if she does, she's not going to be mad. Like, boom, done. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, so, I'm envisioning the scenario next week where it's Kat versus Jess on the block and Jess is still breaking down and they're like, Jess is totally worthless in this game. Why are we ta- why are we bothering to take her out? Uh, and uh, Jackson is really pushing to get rid of Kat because he re- does not want to deal with her. And and so they go, you know what? Yeah. Sorry, Kat. I, I feel like Kat's been a little, bit, a little bit better when it comes to Jackson and maybe a, a few more days of her being chill and not worrying about him so much will cause Jackson to not worry about her so much. By the way, Taryn, I have one thing to say uh, to you about the two that you're giving Kat. Why are you bitches conspiring against her? <laughs> that was a great segment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't realize she like, said it that many times. Right, I know, I know that. Together, you're like, whoa. I know that people are like, oh my god, this is the thing she's gonna have on a t-shirt when she comes out of the house. You know what? Let her. I, yeah, I enjoy her. She's amazing. Perfect. I would buy a t-shirt. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa, you went robot there for a second. I would, <laughs> I would, I'd buy anything the cat puts on freaking Instagram. Like yeah, it. well, let her have a catchphrase. I like it. Yes, let her have it. That's all she has, people. Come on. That's all she has. Yeah, people. People are. Uh, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing my best. I'll, I'll. I'll give her a better rating next week if she's still in the game. <laughs> so I have a question um, just insofar and I don't mean to get into the weeds because I know you don't like that, but just tolerate me for like 15 seconds. So overall, her rating is a three. Last week, she was a two, but she's been consistently bad because she's still three and below. So doesn't she get hit with the uh, penalty for sucking so badly still? <laughs> yeah, so she went up, but I think uh, going down, like it'll 
it'll average it'll out, wash out around. Yeah. 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 Um, she, she went up a dollar, but then she, because she's still horrible, she gets hit with a, a penalty. So she's still at $2. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think that's what just happened. Okay. Um, she'll, she'll, she'll break out of it someday. Yes. Uh, yes, right. Let's talk about, let's talk about Tommy. Tommy last week got an eight. You got uh, eights from myself, Brent, and the audience. Melissa was the lowest on Tommy at a seven. Melissa, have you gone up on Tommy? Stayed the same? What do you think? What do you think? I feel, you know, I feel really good about Tommy because I forgot about Tommy this week. And I feel like in the initial week, that's what you need to be doing is making us not talk about you. Um, and so I was like, who am I forgetting in the house? Oh, Tommy, duh. So I feel like he is doing a great job on that. So, um, because of that, um, I'm going to increase my rating to an eight. There you go. Yeah, I was in an eight last week. I don't feel like we have enough information to effectively score him a nine. I mean, I, I guess you can make that argument, but I feel like there's a lot of room to go. So, but I don't feel worse about his game. In fact, I'm more amazed by with all of these crazy and somewhat terrible personalities in the house, he's been able to keep his head above him and realize like it sucks that he's with the people that he's with. Like I would much rather him be on the other side of the house, but this is where he is. And you know, if he wants to take these people to the end of the game, he'll definitely win against them, I would say. So I feel great. And we, again, who of the, of the 16 people that are in the house, who have we talked about the least? It's Tommy, 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 Tommy. That is so great that he is so quiet. Like sometimes I forget that he's there. I know that Dick is on Twitter, evil Dick I'm talking about, uh, who is, you know, like I can't stand this guy, but I feel like he's been tolerable on the show. Like, I enjoy Tommy in small doses and I haven't had to maybe it might have something to do with the fact that when he's on a feed, I usually switch. So <laughs> I, I enjoy Tommy. So it's an eight. Yes, uh, I, I agree. You know, I, I, Tommy is still by far in the best position in the game. In my opinion, um, he is doing a very good job. I still haven't seen the, the quality there of a great player. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. he's in a fantastic spot. I see I see ideas come from him that I love. He's clearly very intelligent. Uh, he's clearly very social. He's very liked. He's in a fantastic spot. I just haven't seen him in the driver's seat yet. And so I, I do not feel comfortable going up to a nine. But- I just no, I don't mean to stop you there, but I like I'm I'm glad he's not in the driver's seat though at this True. point. Like I would rather him be in the Ethan Zon role of being like the assistant coach. Like I'm glad he is the assistant coach right now, or the side the sidecar. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's it's yeah. like uh, the the real best players should look like this at the start, but then at the, at the same time, I don't know if it's because he's doing it on purpose or if it's, this is just all we'll ever see. Right, um, right. So uh, we'll, we'll eventually see for now he's doing what he needs to do. Uh, and so I'm going to stay at an eight. If we later find out that Tommy is completely capable of being in the driver's seat and controlling all the action. And he was just intentionally lying low. Then, uh, you know, I'll retroactively say, you know what? It should have been a 10. We just didn't have enough information. Right. That's uh, what I said. Yeah. Yeah. We still have enough information right now. But yes, for now. So for now, it's it's going to stick to uh, to an eight here. Um, the audience actually went down on Tommy from last week. They went down to a seven from their previous eight. Um, not as much goodwill for Tommy this week. Yeah. It's all the people he's aligned with. Sorry. 
Probably. I mean, the fact that he might be the reason that we do see Jack make a, a deep run in the game is not super fun. Not super fun. God. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> so let's talk about Christy. Christy. Uh, Christy, I gave her a five last week. Brent, you were your lowest at a three. Uh, how do you feel about Christy now? Better. I feel better about her this week. Uh, I I'm, I'm I was vacillating between a four and a five. Both of them are neutral scores, but I I gave her a decidedly negative score last week in a three, but negative by our standards. I mean, and I feel like uh, I have I have written down my score, but I'm like, do I really want to give her that? Do I really feel like I I, I in fact I do. I I'm going to give her the five, and the reason that's five is what I have written down. Uh, the reason why I'm going to give her a five is because I do feel like her relationship with Tommy having that preset alliance coming into the house is going to continue to pay dividends. I think they, they can really run this game if they want to. They And they are so close and nobody knows it. I mean, they, I, the one thing that Holly said the other day where I, I enjoy that it's me, you and Jackson and Jack and the two gays like girl, like, come on. Like, uh, is that really how you see them or could you not say their names? But I mean, there is a part of me that's like, I kind of enjoy the fact that she's saying that from a game standpoint, like she's not really assigning identity to them. I, I'm trying to make this sound tolerable. My, my point is that they're, they are both of them, Tommy and Christy, really more invisible than they were last week. Christy specifically because she was HOH last week and it was all about Christy and all of her mood swings. And now that she's not in power, I do feel like that she's a lot more quiet and a lot more Zen. And is she, does she say racially charged things occasionally that she shouldn't say? Yeah, but this is the game and I'm evaluating her game. And I feel like within the context of the game, she's doing okay. Yeah. So it's a five. Yeah. I'm going to give her a five as well, because um, for the same reasons um, specifically that, um, you know, she was HOH last week and that's, the longest HOH reign basically in the game is the first week. And, you know, that can make or break someone. And, you know, it didn't quite make her, but it didn't quite break her either. And I feel like even though she had kind of a rough week, um, she's kind of been able to blend back in a little bit. Um, And I don't think that she's first target, second target, whatever. I feel like there are people in front of her and she's a little bit inflated. And especially with this Tommy side alliance. Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm giving her the five. Yes, Christy is the one I feel uh, one of the ones I feel like I got right last week. Um, and I, I am going to still I'm going to maintain that I'm a little bit higher on Christy than everyone else. Uh, people coming up to the five level. I'm going to go up from a five to a six for Christy. Personally, uh, I feel like she did exactly what I I don't want to say I wanted her to do because she drives me crazy sometimes, but uh, strategically what I wanted her to do um, to be good in the game, which was that she has blended back into the background a bit. Um, she is she has main she is not as messy as she was. She still has people like Kemi thinking that she's anti Jack. Meanwhile, Jack is like tripping over himself to, you know, please her. And uh, and so I feel like she's in a great spot. I feel like she is in the driver's seat of the season right yep. now. And I think that's exactly where Tommy wants her to be because he's controlling her puppet strings. And so eventually I think people are going to recognize that, you know, if, if Jack leaves or even if Jack doesn't leave, I think eventually people are going to realize that Christie's in the driver's seat and she's going to take a fall. But for right now, she is doing very well. I could see her making it uh, very far, especially with Tommy in uh, in her ear, you know, making sure that things are going 
well. So I'm going to go with a six for and Christy. She can keep a secret. Unlike a lot of these people in the house, yeah. I do feel like that she can keep a secret. And that is a tough ability to, or not, it's a rare ability to have in the Big Brother house when people got big mouths. Yes. Uh, the audience has also gone up to a five for Christy. So it's going to be fives from Brent, Melissa, and the audience, a six from myself. All right. All right. Let's talk about Cliff. Cliff. All right. So last week, I was the lowest on Cliff, whereas I was the highest on Christy. Uh, Brent was the highest on Cliff at an eight, but I'll talk about Cliff first here. I was the lowest on Cliff at a five. I actually feel better about cliff than i did before i do um i don't know if it's enough to go up to a six to match that christy level because i do feel like christy's in a better spot ultimately um so i'm gonna stick to my five for cliff uh before it was kind of uh like oh i'm not sure if he should get a five and now i'm like he's definitely a five maybe a six so i have gone up but it's still the same rating ultimately for cliff i like i like how he thinks about the game i think he's very very smart i think that he has gotten in good with the big majority lines he is a rat but he's one that hasn't ratted himself out he's one that hasn't been caught and the big majority alliance loves this guy. They want to keep him around. They want to keep him around long after Nick and Bella and Sam are voted out. They like him and they want him to stick around. And that's exactly what he wants them to do. Meanwhile, he is secretly working against them behind their backs, working with Nicole, working with Ovi, who might not come back into the game. But at the very least, he's working with one of the more capable players to bring this this big group down so that they can infiltrate and make uh, make things work. Uh, I, the things that he says in the morning, a lot of them are very, very smart. He talked. He asked his family. Hey, guys, uh, I know this wasn't like in the plan, but can you please include a picture of our dog if I ever win HOH? Because these people won't shut up about their dogs and it will be a great (laughs) opportunity for me to have more conversations with them and be like be more on their level and talk to them about things like he is. He is thinking on that level and I love what he's doing. Um, His position is still not the best in the world. It's still going to be a tough road for him to get to a position where he can win the game. But I do love like his his position and i think it's on an upward trajectory at the moment i hope uh given the work that he's going to put in so i'm sticking out of five brent you were the highest on him last week at an eight are you still there <laughs> no i'm not there <laughs> i look i don't feel i don't feel terrible about cliff's game but i'm like well maybe i was a little bit too generous last week giving him an eight like i probably was a little emotional like because at the time he was one of the few people in the house that i could tolerate um but i don't want to give him a terrible score here because i do agree with Taryn's assessment that he has made great strides over the over the week in terms of trying to get himself into a position to undermine the alliance from the inside out and they do enjoy these people and he is always thinking about the game so those are all really positive things mike i continue to go back to the fact that i as i've said since the beginning of this season i do feel like he's in it for the long haul but can a person like this ever win the game and by win that means get to the end can he get to the end of the game I don't think so. Uh, so it's very tough for me to evaluate him because it's again, it's a win or not game. And I don't, I mean, if, if Cliff, I have said this from the beginning with Cliff, he's going to have to get messy at some point and make people dislike him in order for him to be, to win the game, because in order to win the game, he's going to need to be taken to the end of the game. He's not going to be able to win one of those final competitions. I don't think. 
So yeah. he's going to be, be taken to the end of the game. In order for him to be taken to the end of the game, that means that somebody must feel that he's dislikable enough that they would beat him. And the only way for for that to happen is for him to get a little bit messy. So I, if he does eventually undermine this alliance, I hope he owns it more. Uh, so I'm going to give him a six. I, I do feel good about his game, but not great. I just feel a little bit worse in some ways and a little bit better in some other ways. All right, Melissa. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you guys. Um, I like the way Cliff's thinking. I think that it is going to be a tricky road because, you know, at this point, it seems like he might be trying to get towards the end by working with Grateful. And if he can't find a way to, you know, cut that out and and tear that alliance apart, he might not have an in. They might just pick him off. Um, But uh, so that's why I'm just going to I'm just going to stick with my six from last week. As does the audience. The audience stays with their six as well. So uh, that's going to leave him back where he started at a six. Uh, So let's talk about Sam. Sam last week got a four. Uh, Brent, you were the lowest on Sam at a three last week. Uh, How do you feel about Sam this week? Worse. I feel worse, but I'm going to continue to give him the score that I gave him last week. I'm going to give him a three. Here's the thing. I do feel like that he is protected by a few people. He's protected by Nick Bella. They like him very much. They don't want to let him go. But winning another veto when he doesn't need to doesn't lead me to have any confidence in his game making decisions at all. Having said that, though, if the alliance does break up and Nick and Bella come off to the side with Sam and maybe a couple of other people, maybe Nicole, maybe Cliff, maybe somebody gloms onto them. Who knows? Maybe whoever comes back in from Camp Comeback, Camp Comeback. I do feel like that they as a whole will eventually be able to make a run at the game. But having already shown he can win right away, I feel like people know that he's here to win, know that he's competitive. And that's not good for him. So anything that I like about him is immediately washed away by this second veto win. So it's another three. Yeah, I'm I'm going to give him. I agree with what you just said. I'm going to give him a four. Uh, I gave him a five last week Four this week. Um, I, I don't I, I don't like that he's winning so much. I don't think that's good for him. Um, and I think that's going to come back around to hurt him. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm giving him a four. All right. Uh, I actually have maybe a slightly different take on Sam. I don't love his decision to win the veto. I think it was dumb. If he didn't win the veto, I'd maybe give him a six, to be honest. I really like where Sam has gone in the game because I think he's at a point where Bella and Nick are much bigger targets than Sam. Sam actually gets along with a lot of people in the house. Uh, they don't, they, they see him as a competition threat, but they don't see him as a social threat, but they still like him and they still respect him to some degree. Uh, I don't think he's going to get taken out by the big alliance. Uh, Nick and Bella have already said that they're not going to let that happen. So it'll be Nick and Bella first if that happens. And if Nick and Bella are able to take the shot first themselves, then he'll be on that side with the power. I think he's somebody that, uh, that is proven that he can win competitions. And that's, uh, that's a good thing for him as well. If he ends up winning, uh, some, some key competitions here and there, I feel, like he can make some moves as well. I just, even though he should be a target given his competition prowess thus far, he's not really yet. And I don't see him going before jury. And if he makes it to jury, I feel like he, that by then, hopefully there's some kind of war happening. He's probably not going to be taken out at that point. And so I do like the current trajectory. Uh, He felt expendable last week. I feel like he's not expendable this week. I feel like he's not going to be in trouble anytime soon. So I'm actually going to go up to a five. I still don't love his decision making. I still don't want him to be winning these competitions. 
But I don't think it's done enough damage to counteract all of the great positioning that I see him in, even though it's not necessarily entirely, you know, his work his doing. Um, I think that he is in a decent spot. So I'm going to go with a five for Sam. And the mm. audience also went with a five. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I believe that's that's keeps him at a four, though. No, no movement. OK. Um, all right. So let's talk. Let's talk about uh, our, the next person here on the list, which is Nicole. 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 Uh, I love Nicole. I really, really like Nicole. I feel like she has a lot of potential in the game. She's also in a good spot. I feel like everything that I said about Cliff, I can mostly say about Nicole, but with one major difference, which is that I think she is a lot more likely to win the game. Uh, I think that Nicole is in the perfect archetype to win, and she has survived the early danger portion of the game for that archetype. She is the nerdy person. That's great. People are going to underestimate her. They already are underestimating her. She can be taken to the final two and she can win her way to the final two and she can win in the final two, in my opinion. That's all great stuff. Uh, She is uh, in a position where she is working on demolishing the big group. The big group does not want her gone. They do not plan on evicting her. They only plan on evicting Kat and Jess um, and, and, you know, like that sort of grouping of people uh if it has to be it'll be bella and nick next they do not want to target uh um nicole yet i love all of that last week i gave her a six (sighs) i'm not sure not sure i can go all the way up to a seven just because she's not out of the woods yet in terms of the big group breaking up so i'm going to stay with my six but uh but i am hopeful for Nicole's future, personally. Um, Brent, you gave her a seven last week. How do you feel now? I feel similarly about Nicole as I felt last week, but I acknowledge the fact that if things stay as they are, it's going to be tough goings for her if this alliance continues on the path that it is. I gave her a seven last week. I'm going to continue to give her a seven this week. I feel great about her decision-making abilities. I also feel like she's somebody who you don't need to tell twice. If, 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 some, if somebody shows you that they are not trustworthy. I feel like she is smart enough to know, okay, I shouldn't trust them. So I do feel good about her within the game of Big Brother, the the choices that she's making, working from the bottom of the totem pole. I kind of hate it that she does have to work from the bottom of the totem pole. On the other hand, if she was at the top of the totem pole, we probably wouldn't like her as much. So (laughs) let's see what happens with Nicole. Yeah, I've been very impressed with Nicole. I think that she has uh, a really good head for the game. And I think that... Um, the way that she's playing it is good uh, because she's not she's not out there and people aren't suspecting the things that she's doing. She's just planting seeds. And I mean, if she was if she was out there making moves. Um, so she can't really play that way. Um, she has to play pretty subtle. And I think she's been doing a really good job of that. And even when even when she says certain things or does certain things and makes people think about things the way she wants to have them think about it, they still don't know that it's Nicole doing that. They're like, well, I can't see Nicole doing that. Well, I can't see Nicole doing this sort of thing. And that is the exact position where you want to be that they don't see her as a strategic threat. They just see her as, you know, Oh, it's Nicole. And then that's where you swoop in. So 
I've been very impressed with her game. And I think that she's, I think she has a good chance of going far. So um, I'm going to give her a seven. There you go. The audience agrees with uh, the two of you. The audience also gave Nicole a seven. So Nicole's going to go up from a six to a seven. I think the only person I'm looking at this correctly. The only person. No, no. Christy rose from a four to a five. And uh, Nicole is also going to rise from a six to a seven. So not the only person to rise, but one of the few (laughs) thus far. Uh, And looking at the final two people here. Yeah, definitely going to be the only one uh, left. Uh, Because next up is Kemi. Kemi, who looks to be on her way out the door Mm. uh, or no, sorry, on her way upstairs. Um, I love Kemi. I do. Last week I gave her a three. I wanted to go with you guys who gave her fours and fives. I wish I could. I wish that this week I was like, I could be like, good. I was lower than I needed to be. But unfortunately, I was right on that one. And it's got to go down to a two. I just really don't see a way out for her. But uh, I'm not willing to go to a one because I do think she has still has some potential in the game and she can come back. Uh, It's not not completely dead for Kemi. Giving her a two. It's not looking good. It's not looking good, Melissa. I'm so disappointed. I mean, I just feel like she's so smart and she has a good head for the game. And I feel like she can see what's going on and just she's not getting any ins with anybody. And it's so sucky because I really, I really want her to stay this week so desperately. And I do think that she can do it. I think if anyone could pull it off, she can pull it off. I think she's smart enough. And I think she has the people behind her who can help her. I think Nicole could help her you know, exponentially. And I think that also if she can get David's advice on things, I just think David could help her. I feel like there's so, there are people on her side that can help her. I just, I just, I don't know if it's going to happen. And I really, Oh, I really want her to stay. Um, I don't want to give her a low score because I do think that if she does stay, I think she could go far. Um, but she is likely not going to stay. So, um, I'm going to give her, a three and not because of her, her gaming and not because of her, her strategy or anything. It's purely because she's likely going home. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a two for me. I love her to death. I love the fact that she finally acknowledged what we all see on the outside is going on in the house right now. When she was talking with David, I wish that she had the freedom to be able to talk about it a little bit more openly like i wish they actually came out and said hey have you noticed that the three people who are probably going to be up in camp come back or the three people in the house with the most melanin in their skin have you have you noticed that that the white people are all sending the brown people home like have you even crossed your mind at all no apparently not uh so but i mean i'm glad to see that she finally did acknowledge that because it was kind of annoying me that they haven't even acknowledged it uh i love her she's got great game skills as far as knowing well, here's the thing. I, at, at least she, <laughs> at least she finally figured out that she shouldn't trust Bella. But it's a day late and a dollar short on that. As far as her social ability, I do feel like that she is okay. She, this is what I'm talking about with skills, because she can even go to a player like Jack and have a conversation with them. She can put down, put aside her differences with them and say, you know what, let's talk for a second. And there have been many people, like the history of Big Brother is lined with the corpses of other house guests who were not, who did not have that ability to go talk to your worst enemy and say, you know what, let's put differences aside. And I wouldn't target you next week if I actually stayed in the house. And I do feel like that she would actually stay true to that if she stayed. Jackson, on the other hand, I don't feel like, 
And I do have to come down on her a little bit by the fact that she wasn't willing to tell Jackson a lie. Like, why not, girl? Like, is the camp comeback thing? Is that what's causing her not to want to lie to Jackson? If so, I'm really disappointed by that. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, you can't go any higher than a two here. By the oh, way, me. Melissa, your your power went out, so it looks like you're. It's big. <laughs> My power Melissa, the sun just set. I Melissa, just, after dark, the sun set, and I had forgotten to turn on the lights in the room because the sun was out. So I was like, "Oh, we're, I'm fine." And then now like, I forgot that the round table lasts for like seven hours. So. <laughs> yeah, Brent, if her power went out, we probably wouldn't be talking to her anymore. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Okay, I've been, I've been watching Cat too much. Yeah, my favorite cat thing was so. Is iced coffee? Is that really coffee, or is that? Is I that loved her. You oh, mentioned this on one of the uh, the morning updates or something. But when she talks about the pissing contest, mm. and yeah. she's like, she's like, what? Hey, are they really pissing? And she's are they really like, pissing. She's like, no. And she's like, oh, I thought they were just like seeing how far they could go. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, Love her. the uh, the the audience can go higher than a two, Brent. The audience went with a four for uh, for Kemi. The audience Y'all are freaking crazy. They love Kemi. Nuts. <laughs> Y'all are nuts. God. Uh, audience, right. I'm going to want you to be a little more objective. Come next on, week. people. So is that going? I think she's actually going to stay at the same score because the four. I think well, she'll so be a three. She was a four last week. Oh, she was a four last week. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what she goes? So what she has gone down? Here? I think she's gone down. Yeah. Girl, bye. All right. Well, we love you, Kimmy. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. Let's talk, Jessica. Here, uh, I gave Jess oh! three last week. Again, the lowest on Jess last week, uh, and it's again. I feel like uh, the the right direction here. Uh, Brent. Brent. He, Brent has a, pa- a paddle ready. I am going to give her another one. I'm handing out ones like candy. I can't even remember giving ones to people. This is terrible. Like, I, she is just a worse player. I, I mean, the, the only positive thing, the only positive thing you can say about Jessica is that she finally realizes after getting knocked upside the head that not all women are made the same. Newsflash, woman. Okay? Like, you can't just treat all women the same like they fit all into the same box. Having said that, beyond that, these people do not take her seriously. I think there's a very good chance that she is the next target. I really feel like she's the next person out because the house guests had do not fear her. They're like, well, if we get her out and then she comes back into the game, so what? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can always just say, oh, I mean, are we really going to fear Jessica? They should fear her, I feel like, but if she gets a foothold in the game, maybe she could do something. But I, the other thing, too, is that she chose Jackson as her veto pick. <laughs> oh, this my week. God. I and forgot like, about all that. Jackson did was throw a little bit of nice words at her, and then she was like, you know, Okay, I'll pick Jackson. So As if he'll use the veto stupid. on me. That was so stupid. Yeah. Uh, I'm so giving stupid. her one just on principle. Just on principle. Oh. I'm, look, I'm going to, I agree with everything you just said, but I'm going to give her a two, and that's only because she's likely staying this week. So, yeah. I mean, Maybe. things could turn around for her next week, so right. that's why I'm going to give her a two. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I honestly... This is the closest uh, I've come to giving a one this season thus far, but uh, I I just can't do it. 
there's still too much like I think that she again there's there's like two people that are going to be evicted next week it's going to be Kat or it's going to be Jess so I'm going to I'm going to give her a two uh, if she survives somehow I could see her sticking around for a while because she is not very threatening um, and and for that reason alone I'm going to give her uh, the two over the one but uh, you're on notice Jess <laughs> Um, the audience agrees agrees with us. They gave her a two. Uh, yeah, very low Stax, on Jess. Stax is in the chat going, I want to love her. Yeah, Stax, we're exactly like you, man. Like, we all want to love Jess. She's so mm-hmm. pro-woman in the beginning. I'm like, yes, go, girl. Go, go, yeah. go. But then she treated all women the same, trusted Holly and Kat when she probably shouldn't have. And then Bella ratted her out when she shouldn't have made an alliance with her. Now she's saying she wasn't the head of the alliance when everybody knows that she was. Like, she's denying it to the people that she made the alliance with. Yeah. How but does I that also make feel sense? Like, and I also feel like she's not doing a good job of like even campaigning or trying to stay in the house. Like she's not even like, okay, well clearly this is the person I should go to. These are the people I shouldn't go to. Like, this is what I need to do. She's just like crying and sad and like, whatever. It's like, it's not helping. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christina will pr- can probably help us out on this, but uh, this might be a record where there are two people on the block this week and the person who is almost definitely going home was given a four by the audience <laughs> and the person who is likely staying was given a two by yeah. the audience. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I feel the same way. If you if you invested in Jessica, uh, girl, you're hurting. because. She lost half her value. You just lost some money. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to briefly also rate the two evicted house guests, Ovi and David, because they're still in the house. They're still playing a game. So we're going to give them a rating. Uh, I did not really specify how to rate them because I figured it'll balance out. Right. Uh, there are some people that are going to be like, they're out of the game. They're terrible ones. And there are some people that are going to rate them like they're still playing the game. And ultimately, I think they're probably going to end up around at a low rating because they're not in the game, but still getting a rating because they're still doing things. They're still playing to some degree. Uh, these people we talked about before will not be on the market until they one of them gets back in to the game. But their prices will continue to update until that moment comes. So. Uh, that's that's how we're going to we're going to handle these these players here. Uh, so let's talk about Ovi briefly. We don't need to go into too much depth because it's not t- they're not doing that much here. Uh, Ovi, he's he's hanging out with Cliff and uh, and Nicole. He is his eyes have been opened. I do think that he could come back into the game and be the player that I think some of us at least hoped he would be after we were disappointed <laughs> initially. Um, in terms of his strategic ability. But uh, but in general, I am going to stick to my two. I think that he is still going to be in a tough spot if he ever comes back into the game because his power has been exposed. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand this guy, man. I, like, I, I, I take your point that at least he does realize that Nicole flat out told him, hey, like they were snowing you, Jack and Jackson. Like they just went, they told me specifically that I'm not campaigning for Obi to stay, but I want Obi to think that I'm campaigning for him to say. So at least he realizes that, but I don't know that that's going to do him a whole hell of a lot of good because he's so freaking gullible. Like even David, who has been in the house for like a minute, has a better handle on what's happening in the Big Brother house. Like all the things that were, that David and, and Obi were talking about, David was right on the money. Obi was like, you think? You think? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like, well, like really, you're a terrible, you've got a terrible read on the house, Obi, so I can't go any higher than two. 
Yeah, I'm going to give him a three because I do think that he doesn't have the best grade on the house, but he is working with the right people right now um, in regards to Nicole and Cliff. However, I could absolutely see him going right back in with Jack and like, say he gets back in the house. They know he has that power. Jack and Jackson are like, oh, come, we're taking you under our wing. I could see him absolutely being like, oh, great, cool. Now I'm in. And that's like, well, not the case, though. So. Yeah, that's not the case. I mean, the, the thing is that Jack and Jackson had kept it, had kept that power to themselves. Then I feel like I would feel more positively about this because then they might actually do something with Ovi if he comes back into the game. But now that everybody knows about it, they all realize, well, if two of us are saved, then two more of us are going up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's and they're not, they don't even trust the fact that Ovi would use the power for them that he might do something more selfishly, which obviously he should. So. Yes, yeah. but I mean, at least he does have a power. That's more than we thought he had last week. Uh, sure. The audience also went with a three, which means that uh, Ovi is playing a better game evicted than he did when he was still in the house. <laughs> yeah, which honestly might be fair. Yeah. Well, he ben, knows more information now. Yeah, and he and he, again, we now know he has a power which we didn't before, which is a yeah. double-edged sword, but is something. Yeah. Um, all right. So finally, David. David, who has been out of the house for a week, he came back in. People were not really fond of him when he came back in, but I feel like they're warming to him. And I feel like his head is on straight. He read up on the subreddit and he knows how to play this game. And so uh, I'm going to give David a three. Uh, yes. uh, I, okay. When you say when you say that description, I'm expecting like a good score and you're like, all right, it's a three. Well, it's it's kind of like uh, you. I, I thought about like, well, I'll give them a rating, and then I'll divide it by four because they have a one in four chance of coming back in. That's um, a good point. I want to give him like an eight. If he was still in the game, I would give him like an eight. But he's well, not- whatever, whatever score you want to give him, because nobody can buy and sell this guy. So whatever you feel like is fine. Hmm. Brent, you go first. No. Okay, I'm going to give him a three. I feel like he deserves a three. Uh, <laughs> The fact of the matter is that he has he's not he's not playing the game. He's not in the game. And there's a one in four chance that he actually comes back. But if he does come back, I do feel like he has done some good work in terms of trying to integrate himself. But as I have brought up before, and I'm not going to be the dead horse. So fuck you all for saying I'm being a dead horse. But this is the reality of what it's like for people of color to play a big brother game. Other people get a blank check. They come into the game and it's like, oh, I want to work with you. And then they get to know you. People like David, they demonize and they look at him differently. And he has to work so much harder than everybody else to prove what a capable and kind person he is to these people. And now they realize that, but they didn't three days ago. And that's something else that other people don't have to deal with. So that's why. It's not why I'm giving him a three, but it's it's the reality of where his game is right now. If he was still in the game, I would give him an eight because I think he's doing really well. I think he's got a great read on the house. Uh, I think I think he's a great player, but he's not in the game, so I'm going to give him a five because I I think he's got such a great read on the house, and I think that if he could come back in, he could do some damage. So. All right. Uh, the audience very nearly gave him a five, but it was, in fact, a four. Uh, so the audience can give David a four. Uh, people are asking, how will this stock work if he comes back in? So uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to keep updating his price based on the ratings that he gets. We're going to start with his current rating, which is going to be 
of four, I think. Um, and so that'll be his starting price. And then it'll be impacted each week that uh, that we continue to rate him. And if he comes back in, he will be activated at the price that he comes back in with. And uh, and that'll be that'll be how we work with it. And at that point, you can buy. And uh, and obviously nobody could buy him before. But uh, at that point, you would be able to buy or sell. Uh, and same thing goes with Ovi or anybody else that uh, gets evicted and then comes back in. So there you go somebody not in the game getting a higher rating than i think uh, a good like five other players in the house there's only three people who got us an average score of six or higher that's pretty sad (sighs) i felt better last week yeah i felt better last week too i did I really, I, I felt better before the stupid twist. Yeah. We do have some prices up on, on the board here. If you uh, want to watch along, if you're looking on YouTube, uh, you can see we're not going to run through everybody's price here, but uh, you can see it on the page. Uh, but that is the the stock watch. We've rated all the players. Uh, we are real, real behind on time here. So we're going to try and speed through some of these other things. Um, I asked you to rate the episodes of Big Brother this week. And you gave me a rating of 3.7. Not fond of the episodes. I gotta say, I kind of, uh, kind of agree. Yep, me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's about a four average. Like, that's, that's, yeah, they haven't been great. They have not been showing, uh, the edits have not been great. The content has not been great. Yeah. And why are we watching, like... I don't want to see Jackson as the star of the show or Jack as the star of the show. I don't want to see them at all. And then to have entire episodes centered around them. And like, I, it seemed like they were trying to show that like Jackson's a good guy because he wanted to talk to cat when it's like, or like let cat down easy or something when it's like, um, you should have given the full context, which was that you hooked up with her before feed started like it wasn't just a situation where she was being like creepy and annoying and like flirting with him like and or like obsessive or something he actually hooked up with her like that is the thing though it's like he's now trying to ghost her but instead in the dr he's like i need to think about myself or whatever and it was just like (laughs) oh oh, please you're for once in my life yeah for once in my life oh i'm sure this is the first time you've ever thought about yourself it's the yeah. least comforting thing to tell somebody for for the first time in my life i have to think about myself that doesn't mean jack anything to the person that you're t- telling it to because you haven't been benefiting them with your selfishness uh supposed yeah. Uh, yeah. it's like oh th- thanks like, I, I just met you, you and you're, you're claiming this is the first time you're thinking about yourself but i don't know that kind of makes it feel like you don't do that very often. Yeah, and uh, also the fact that he's saying he's implying that the whole thing he did this for her. I did this all for you. Like that's just like it's disgusting. It's like it makes me so grossed out. So I'm yeah, I am not ugh. That whole that whole edited thing. I mean, thank God they at least showed Kat at the end being like, Yeah, uh, get over yourself. Um, because otherwise it just makes her look like sad and like clingy or something. When that's not the case. So yeah. Oh God, these guys. Yeah. <laughs> for uh, for reference, last week the episodes were rated a five point six. So uh, big fall, big fall. Uh, how do you rate the feeds this week? The last week the audience gave it a six point six. This week a four point two. Oof. Yikes! Not great. They have not been great. Uh, it's 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 making me be like, hey guys. 
Remember Big Brother Canada 7? Remember that? Yeah, and that sucked too. So, yeah, great. Better than this, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, how would you rate the season as a whole so far? Last week, it was a 5.7. Now, this is the overall how do you think of the season thus far with both weeks taken into consideration. It's fallen all the way down to a 3.8. It's not looking good. I said, this though. I said this before, though. I think this is all of the worst things coming together in one week. I feel like we can only go up from here next week. will probably also be kind of slow, but hopefully not as bad as this week. And then the week after that camp comeback will be over. That's when things will start to kick off, hopefully. And I feel like we can only go up. We can only go up from here. Yeah, it almost feels like it's Battle of the Block, like in 17. Was it 17? Yeah, 17, where like I felt like we were treading water for the longest time with Battle of the Block. And then it finally ended like after four or five weeks. And James won HOH, targeted Clay and Shelly. And it was like, we're off to the races with the season. Finally, finally, something is happening. Big moves are being made. I, I really do feel like Cam Comeback is giving us the same sort of mechanism in a way. Yeah. This is, I'm pretty sure, by far the lowest uh, ratings we've ever gotten for uh, the feeds, the episodes, and the season as a whole. Um, so, hopefully great that, job uh, casting. Doing cont- great. Doing great. <laughs> um, we also uh, have to rank the, uh, the players from your favorite to your least favorite. Uh, Nicole topping the charts this week, taking control from Cliff. Uh, Cliff remains in second place. Uh, and closely followed by Tommy, then Kemi and David, mm-hmm. and then Catherine and Ovi. That's going to be the top half right. in general. That's that is about right, I think. Um, bottom, Jack, the very bottom. Did you call me? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> followed by <laughs> Jackson, and then Sis, and then Jess. And then, uh, and then you know, from there, then it's the rest. rest of them. And the rest. It's like Gilligan's Island. And the rest. <laughs> uh, who did people think was the best person for Jack to have targeted this week for his game? People do agree. Pretty, pretty uh, majority. 45% say Kemi. Kemi was the right person to target. Uh, 18% say he should have gone after Nick. 18% say he should take out Jess. But uh, the, the vast majority here say Kemi is the right move. And I, I unfortunately have to agree. Mm. Yeah. I asked people, how do they feel about the camp comeback twists? <laughs> Hate it. Love it. Scale of one to 100. People said uh, <laughs> about a 46. <laughs> Close to the middle. Okay. All right. I was surprised. Okay. I, was think- I, was, I was thinking less. But uh, well, more people share Melissa's think- uh, opinion than I, than I realized. That's- yeah, that's the thing. It's like they're like, well, we got to see David and isn't David cool? And I'm like, yeah, but I I feel like what we're giving up, you know, in order to get to know David a little bit, it's just like it's so much. It just stifles gameplay so much. Yeah. Uh, and, and I should say, I mean, a 46 is uh, still like a real failing grade there, <laughs> ultimately. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of twist comparisons, it's yeah, one of the higher right. ones. Uh, uh, how do you feel about the chaos power? That was a 32. Oh, we love that. No, Love that. Well, people don't like the power, but they I think they like that they don't like the power because of who it went to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was yeah. like like I just man, if I ever go on Big Brother Man, I do not want the second whatever temptation power ring, whatever. Yeah, it always like, seems to suck. Always freaking sucks, man. 
Ugh. They always give a good one at first, and then it's like, eh, okay, falls down because everyone wants it, and then it's like, uh, oh, never mind. Even Tyler's power uh, was very was basically only good at a veto ceremony. So yeah, although it was still better than the other shit that like Ring of Replacement in this one. So. <laughs> All right. Um, so I also asked, uh, who do you want as of right now? Who do you want to return from Camp Comeback? Seventy-one percent said David. David. Yeah. Twenty-eight uh, percent say Ovi. Which means who do you want to come back? <laughs> yes. Who do you want to be evicted this week? Ninety-one percent said Jessica. Yeah. I don't know who these eight percenters are, but I don't know who they are either. Get out of my service. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That was that. We do have uh, we do have a leaderboard for the stock watch that we can uh, pull up. We're not going to spend too much time on it. It's still pretty early here, but um, we we can see that. Uh, hey, look, that's me. Um, oh, are we leaderboard for what? The stock watch. Oh, are you the leader? Uh, I'm tied for the lead right now with oh. uh, with some other people. I see Alex Rubino. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, some people from Reddit, some people from my uh, Twitch Discord, and uh, we got one person, two people from the patron group. What did you do? Uh, I'm, I'm curious about what what did you do since you, since you're uh, humble bragging about your lead. <laughs> uh, we bought uh, we bought in on Tommy. Tommy was the was the right call there. And Tommy, um, what happened to him? Uh, he stayed at an eight, which means he got a consistency bonus and uh, and got some some money. Added uh-huh. up to 11. Uh, I also see a uh, beast from Reddit. The uh, last in Ooh, Big Brother Canada seven. Uh, yes, he was uh, the champion. And uh, I see that this this person has also uh, done well here. Right. I will tell you that I, uh, I I think I think I probably did. If you're leading and that means you, you must have done to the nth degree what I did, which is. I bought almost exclusively Tommy stock because I, I almost bought like Cat or somebody like down low. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go a different direction this year. I'm going to like, I'm going to invest in somebody that I actually have confidence in from the beginning is good. And so I put $180 into Tommy, but then I took a $20 flyer on Ovi <laughs> because I was, <laughs> I fell for the Julie Chen thing where like he, he may not be leaving after all. And then I was like, He's at $2 right now. I can see him going way up if he actually stays in the house. So I'm kind of stuck with 10 shares of OV stock until <laughs> he comes back into the game or I lose it totally. But like, I remember talking with um, Ligori about it. And I was like, he's like, do you really think that that's worth doing? And I'm like, eh, it's 20 bucks. Watch <laughs> me watch me lose the whole thing by 20 bucks. <laughs> yes, I do see Brent there in tw- uh, tied for 20th place. Uh, mostly because there's a lot of people tied for first. Yes. Um, and uh, if I can scroll. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so okay, sorry, Melissa. That's enough, Taryn. You ah, scroll so down. Sorry. Oh, if I can just Wait. keep scrolling. Oh, no, my hand hurts. I can't. Oh, I can't scroll any further. To get down the <laughs> there she is. I'm at 104. Thank you. Um, but also I was saving my money for this week because I felt like I couldn't get a true sense of the cast last week. Go. So um I bought uh I, I diversified a little and I bought some Nicole and some Holly and some Tommy. Uh, and then yeah, th- saved most of my money so I could buy it this week. It is still it's it's early days. There's not a ton of difference between the uh, the upper tiers and the lower tiers in terms of overall money. So uh, there you go. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Just giving you a quick update on the leaderboard. Which uh, Alexander says we have 207 
seven, sorry, 270 participants so far. If you want to join in on the game, uh, you can you can contact uh, Alexandra on on Twitter. You can go to the Patreon group. You can go to Reddit. You can go to uh, my Twitch channel. We've got a Discord, uh, or you can tweet with the hashtag #BBStockwatch, and you can join in anytime you want. You will not miss out on too much uh, money if you join late. So there you go. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. We're enjoying ourselves. Yes, we are. Thank you. Not real money. That's correct. It's uh, it's Not fake money. money. Fake money. Except for when I force you guys to pay me out at my top money making <laughs> amount. <laughs> All right. I th- that's. I think that's what we have, guys. It's been yeah. a long what podcast. Happens? Look, when you have sixteen people at the house, and then we spend a half hour at the beginning bitching about the twist, which totally had it coming. By the way, I, this is what you get. Sorry. Yeah, I did see a tweet. Uh, when we were talking earlier about uh, Jack and Jackson uh, from Mia on Twitter said just a personal experience as someone from India this house takes me back to younger years before people were exposed to diversity now most people are socially aware and it's different this cast seems to be from pockets that still don't know better Um, yeah 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 Uh, so that's uh, that's what we got in the house and that's what we have for a podcast (laughs) <laughs> um hopefully in the future we will uh not have a twist to debate about for the first half hour of the show and we'll uh, be a little more succinct but thank you so much for joining us uh it's it's been an, it's been a journey i hope you have enjoyed the show uh any final thoughts melissa brent let us know if you have an idea for a hashtag in the chat yeah i see people in the chat that are like suggesting hashtags that we would never ever use like come on people like we're this is our HAP. We're not going to use something glued. Come on. And we're not going to, I don't think hateful eight's going to make it either. So, I mean, I can call them that, but it's never going to be a hashtag. <gasps> oh yeah. Hashtag 45 seconds. That might be good, Taryn. <laughs> that like seems that. lewd. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. I guess I'm, <laughs> my standards of lewd are different than yours. It's pretty shocking. Look, unlike Nick, our podcast lasts for a really long time. <laughs> oh, shade. Oh, hey. <laughs> Uh, um, let's see here. Uh, well, you know what? Let's do. Let's do forty-five seconds. Why not? All right. Yeah. Like um. All right. So make sure you check out uh, Summerstein. Came out uh, today, I believe. Um, I will be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today, or everything that happened today, or will still continue to happen tonight on the Big Brother Twenty One live feeds, and then Wednesday. We'll be back with a recap episode. Uh, and then Thursday, we'll do the uh, the eviction recap with Caitlin. Caitlin Herman. And Wednesday, we have um, Michelle from Big Brother 10. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, Michelle from Big Brother 10. Um, yeah. Sorry. Michelle oh, from Big Brother 10. Sorry, I'm Michelle. Why, 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 why can't I see her face right now? Michelle Costa. Oh, Mich- oh, Costa! God. Oh my God! I, <laughs> I know. I usually, you Michelle say the full Costa. name. I'm sorry. Yeah, you no. Know, when it when it's Michelle, it's always Michelle Costa. Yeah, sorry, Michelle. You know, I love you. Like I have Michelle as my, my number one on people that have 
never been brought back who should have been brought back if you guys remember that podcast from a couple of years ago so mm. i live for michelle Cox. <laughs> yes and if you enjoyed the stock watch portion and you want to learn more about the decision makings and the prices that everyone is at and all of that stuff uh you can check out my twitch stream twitch.tv slash taryn armstrong on thursday at around uh 3 p.m eastern uh, i will be going live and running through all of the players and decisions and giving advice uh, last week, I gave the advice that I felt like Tommy was probably the best buy, and uh, I was right that time. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, we have a lot of fun. We'll uh, we'll have some updaters come on, and uh, you know, Brent and Melissa are of course uh, will uh, invited anytime they want to come on. We we get guests. They talk about the prices and all that stuff. It's, it's fun. It's a fun time. So join me on Twitch. Uh, you can follow me at, on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can find Melissa at It's Melissa with three A's. Brent is at One Lucky Gay. And my cat is on Twitter at Taren underscore Armstrong. So. <laughs> Your what? <laughs> my what? Cat. What was that? Your cat is on Twitter at Underst- sorry, t- sorry. I meant Instagram. Did I not say Instagram? No, you said Twitter. Twitter. Yes, my cat is on Instagram. Okay. At, at Taryn underscore underscore t- or Taryn underscore. Oh Armstrong. God, Taryn! It's so been wrong. too long of a this podcast. So wrong. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, All right. For Bye Brent and Melissa, I am Taryn Armstrong. Hashtag forty-five seconds. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>